dick. My baby got sauce. Your baby ain't sweet like mine. She got sauce. Your baby ain't sweet like My mine. My baby got sauce. Your baby ain't sweet like mine. She got sauce. She got sauce. She got sauce. Your baby ain't sweet like mine. Ain't so sweet like mine. Ain't so sweet like mine. Ain't so sweet like mine. She ain't so sweet. Hey, you guys. Welcome to Ari Shafir's Skeptic Tank, episode 91. We're almost to 100. Can you believe it? Um, so here's the deal. On this episode, I lost this episode. I, I misplaced it. Uh, we, I recorded it like six months ago, <laughs> and then I just didn't... Uh, I forgot about it, and I just found it. Uh, I, interviewed, I interviewed... I talked to uh, Jamie Caparulo. She's my friend's... Uh, I guess they were just engaged back then. Now they're married. She's my friend's girlfriend slash wife. And I was talking to her. John Reap had a party one day. His wife is always uh, making theme parties for him. And so he had a white trailer trash or just trailer trash. Really, that's the same thing, right? Trailer trash is always white. Are there any black trailer trash? And are they viewed the same as, as like... We view Eminem. These are like the same, like, you're out of place. You shouldn't be here. Hmm. I wonder. Anyway, episode 91. So I talked to her. I, so I was at this party, this John Reap white trash party. And we were talking. She was eating something. And then uh, I was asking her how she liked being with, uh, did I say her name? Jamie Caparulo. Uh, who's married to John Caparulo. And I was like, how do you like uh, you know, living with John or something like that? I forgot the discussion. But pretty much she just told me she's just letting it go. The whole body. She just said, I'm just going to get fat and not give a fuck. That's what she was doing. We were eating hors d'oeuvres and she was matching me like bite for bite. One, I'm a dude. Two, I'm a Jew. So it's like with the free food, it, you know, I'm just saying it's something to something to mention that she kept up. Um, yeah, and I was like, what are you doing? You're fucking going to town, huh? And she goes, oh, I don't give a shit anymore. And I was like, what do you mean? She's a, like, she's a really cute girl. Um small she was a cheerleader and she just said i'm done with it so uh so i was like immediately i was like would you do my podcast and talk about this and she said sure and it was pretty fun she had she has nothing to hide if i remember right i mean it was, it was really like six months ago i can't believe i just lost it i can't believe it what do you mean you can't believe it look around my apartment how could i not believe that i could just lose something um, so anyway, uh, let's start the episode, but first a few things I'm recording my special. I like to announce this December 28th in Brooklyn, New York. If you are around New York city or New Jersey or Brooklyn or Queens or anywhere in that area, December 28th, I'm recording my first standup special at the knitting factory. Uh, tickets are available right now at my website, ariashafir.com. Or you can go to the Knitting Factory and you can get them there. They're 12 bucks in advance and I think 15 at the door. So get them early. And then hurry up and get them because it's going to sell out. And um, there's not going to be room for any, everybody. People are going to have to stand like in the other room and just listen to it on speaker. Um, so what am I saying about it? Oh, yeah. So I'm really excited. I'm taping a special. It's all different material from my album. So if you've heard my album, don't be worried about it. It's not... Nothing will be repeated. I mean, some words will be repeated, but in completely different orders, so it won't matter. You know what I mean, right? That's a joke. I don't feel like that come across. 
I came across. I'll say like the word and. That's what I meant. That was a dumb joke. I wish I could edit. So um, also my sponsors, I should say this, proflowers.com just sent me some new flowers. They keep sending it to me. And um, so yeah, if you guys want to shop for flowers at all for your moms for the holidays, please go to proflowers.com and then click on the microphone in the top corner and enter skeptic. And then I get like a bunch of a bunch of money back. I think I get I think I get like a legitimate size check from each of those. So uh, if you don't know how to do that, just go to my website and there's a link in the uh, in the uh, sponsors box for Pro Flowers. They make good presents. This shit starts at like twenty bucks. You can get something you know nice, and chicks love it. And honestly, I love it too. These flowers are nice, man. You put I put them in a in a uh, in a Seven Eleven double gulp cup. The kind you used to get uh, cheaper refills on. That's how I live. I got to clean this apartment for real. I've really got to do something. My ex actually gave me a piece of her art that I've been trying to get. And she framed it and everything. It looked really nice. I've got to get this place clean so I can hang stuff like that up. It's a problem. Anyway, uh, so proflowers.com is a sponsor. So go to them. Uh, and also, if you're doing your Christmas shopping... Uh, go to my website and go to Amazon.com and uh, no, you don't get any any deals with that, but I will get a percentage back from Amazon, so it helps support this podcast. Those checks are really nice. Like that, that helps a lot. That helped buy me this computer, the Amazon stuff. So yeah, continue doing that. Uh, if you're shopping there already, thank you. And if you're not doing it, fuck you, fuck you. Um, no, whatever. Either way. Um, and yeah, Pro Flowers and Amazon, and that's it. And so let me say some dates really quick because I'm going to be touring a little bit again. Uh, like I said, I'm doing uh, The Knitting Factory December 28th in Brooklyn, New York, where I'll be filming my special. Um, we're not sure Chelsea Lady because that show is not for me. I'm harsh. Uh, then in, I'll be in Edmonton in January, the 16th through the 20th at the comic strip. And also, oh, March. That's the... the I'm, I'm in Governors on Long Island in March, but that's a different thing. Uh, and then the 25th and 26th, I'm in Chicago with Joe Rogan. And the 26th, I'm in Milwaukee. All these things are on my website. So go to AriShafir.com and check out everything. Um, what's Rachel? Oh, my friend Rachel's coming. Hmm. Um, and then uh, my storyteller, my next storyteller show is uh, it's the last one for a while, I think. But uh, it's on December 18th. So here's what we got so far. It's called Holidays. It's called This Is Not Happening Presents Holidays. It's at the Melrose Improv. It's my favorite show in LA. Um, it's uh, $5. All the money goes to Planned Parenthood. Um, and so far on this episode, it's all stories about holidays. It's a bunch of comics telling stories about the holidays. And by the way, um, the episode of the Storyteller Show is edited and ready to go. But I have to work out some fucking stupid thing with Comedy Central to see if they can let me do it. I think we're going to uh, make these like digital, extreme them on digitally. Digitally. We're making an event out of it. So we have to see if Comedy Central is okay with me releasing this episode. But it'll get straightened out this week. So that'll be up online, um, the sports one. But this next week, uh, December 18th on Tuesday at 8 o'clock, is This Is Not Happening presents Holidays with a Z. E. And uh, it's just a bunch of comics telling a story about the holidays. So, so far, it's me, Kyle Kinane, Brian Callen, and Greg Fitzsimmons. 
So that's the lineup so far. Uh, and then I'm going to still get a couple more comics. It's going to be great. $5. You're not going to get a better show than that for $5. So please come out. And get there on time because I sell my story at 8. And everyone gets there at 8.15 and misses my story. All right. And then, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, this was, uh, this was great. All right. Way to stay not focused. So there's something else I'm forgetting. That's why I'm meandering. I'm forgetting what I'm supposed to say. The special... I guess get t-shirts before they're all gone and posters for Christmas if you want them. I'll send shit out like another week. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever it was. All right. Let's just do it. Uh, Ari Shafir's Skeptic Tank, episode 91. I paused because I haven't thought of it. I thought Getting Fat was the title. Maybe I'll just use that. Getting Fat. I like that. Letting Go. Yeah. Giving Up. Not Giving Up. Because she's not giving up. She's just like, I don't give a shit. I'm with a chubby guy who's my husband. He doesn't care, and he doesn't care. Caparulo just fucking loves her. He's just happy she's around. And then, uh, yeah, so letting go. Maybe letting go. All right, that's what I'll do. Nah, because that doesn't express the fact that she's letting her body go. I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it. I paused and I thought about it. Ladies and gentlemen, because she's really, like, you you will hear it, but she's really positive about the whole thing. So, ladies and gentlemen... Ari Shafir's Skeptic Tank, episode 91, Good Fatitude with Jamie Caparulo. Yeah, Good Fatitude, I like that. Give me some bologna, salami and ham, toast with butter and strawberry jam. I love it whether the food is cold or hot, put a burger on the plate and it'll end spot. We'll eat everything at an incredible feast, $3.99 for all you can eat. Hi, that's it. We're starting. All right. Uh, I'm here with Jamie Caparulo. Yeah. Should I call you technically, that? Technically, it's been like two weeks now. It's been a Caparulo. You got married? Yeah. What? We Well, yeah, that's the whole thing. You were invited to the wedding the end of May in Ohio. Yeah, that's that. Yeah, we're the still Simpsons, doing that. The Simpsons wedding. Yes, exactly. But you did you did a Justice of the Peace thing? Yeah, we went to the courthouse in Beverly Hills and did what? the What? Because we had to do the marriage license. or there's a, Yeah, the license you do first, and you have to do that in whatever state you actually get married in. So really? yeah, so since we were, our wedding, quote unquote, was in Ohio, we'd have to go to the courthouse like in Ohio, and we didn't want to have to fly in early and do all that. So all the legal shit is done now. As Wait, of two why didn't you ago. have to do it in the, in Ohio just because you did it early? Well, you would have to go to the courthouse to get the paperwork before you can actually. You have to both show up at the courthouse. You have to like. But why don't you, know, you have to do that now? Because I did it in California. Oh, you would have had to do that there. Yeah, you have to do it in the same state that you're getting married in. But you're not going to do that. I already did it. I, John and I went down, I think it was April 19th. We went down to the Beverly Hills Courthouse. We filled out the paperwork. And got married? Got married in the courthouse. Oh, I they just her. married you? Yeah. Just oh, like a judge. Yeah. Yeah, let me find Just him. says, do you take this guy to be your la- yeah. lawfully wedded husband? Yeah, like I've been wearing my wedding band for a while just because I like it and I don't you want it to sit. You love the idea of being married. <laughs> yeah, I don't you want to. Well, I don't Caparillo want the ring to. Five years already. I, have. I, didn't have, I didn't want the ring to just be sitting in the box, so... The wedding so, ring? Yeah, so I've been wearing it. But yeah, even at the the courthouse that we did here, like, see, John, we didn't, like, exchange wedding oh, bands or anything. Oh, he just put a t-shirt on. Oh, that's yeah. That's nice. But a nice gray t-shirt. That's, that's dressed up for John. Well, actually, that t-shirt is uh, undefeated. It's the, yeah, it's, like, the tally marks or whatever. Uh-huh. And he's wearing it because if you look at my wrist, you got I have- the five-year tally marks. I have the tattoo. Why? Because you love undefeated clothes? <laughs> no. I got it my 
somewhere around my 21st birthday, as any 21-year-old does, you, you turn into an alcoholic. Yeah. So I, um, I was dating a guy at the time, and I was drinking excessively. It was yeah. just every night, I mean, pissing the bed drunk, wasted life of a person. Yeah. So um, we went to a wedding night one night. I got wasted, woke up the next day, and he said, you need to pick me or alcohol. And so, Your boyfriend? Yes. Yeah. So instead of stopping drinking, I drunkenly went to a tattoo parlor, had them, this was my slurring hand, my, my signature, not signature, but my handwriting, yeah. um, wrote down some five tally marks, went back to him, and I said, look, I'll never have more than five drinks ever again. And I thought that was proving it because that I, was proven because you got a tattoo. Because I got a tattoo. I love too. You're like I won't drink anymore. It's, yeah. I'll only have five drinks. Like yeah. in your brain, five you're like, my there's max. no way I can't drink. Oh I can no, have four. I could have four. Okay, but then you're like, don't do the math. Like well, that's the whole just one thing day. is like, I called my mom and I was crying to her. I'm like, you know, I got to stop drinking. She's like, I know, I know. She's like, only have three, and then that be your max. But I thought five was a better number. Yeah, because you're like, you can't get bombed off three. Right. <laughs> like that's just the beginning of the night. How much would you drink? A lot. Like How many my my twenty first. What are you birthday? like a redneck? Where are you from? Central Ohio? Southeast Ohio, even worse. Okay. Appalachia. Oh. Yeah. I'm the, a homegirl. Where the mountain people live. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Inbreeding and one yeah. tooth if you're lucky. Right. So um I was drinking, I guess, a lot. Like my twenty first birthday I did twenty eight shots of what? Hard, hard liquor. Yeah. Twenty eight. Nobody even makes it twenty one. Yeah. That was in like the couple hours band. Yeah. Did you barf? Um, no. Of course you did. No. How could you not? Because I was an expert drinker back then. It's <sighs> a lot of booze. <laughs> I if know. I drink like five beers, I'm done. Yeah. That was a waste. Now I get, yeah, one glass of wine and I'm like, boo. No. I'm a mess now. I'm a lightweight with everything. He never drinks so a cup. Barely no. ever. Never. Um, well, that's nice. So congratulations. You're married. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations. That's really cool. So you got married. Yeah. Wow. That's neat. I guess none of us thought Cap would ever get married. Really? Well. No, that's not true. He was with the, what's her name, for a long time. Who? I call her Shamalama Ding Dong. Shama? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah but we didn't, like still that. didn't think he would get married. But he and that was such a shitty her. relationship. Yeah, yeah, that's true. We're just like, how, how long does he have to put in before he has to like get out of it? Yeah. Well, I, um, think, I mean, we maybe got. Maybe we did think that. I don't know. Maybe I just think none of my friends are ever actually right? going to get married to adults. You never things. see them as an adult. Yeah, that's what it is. No, he um he proposed to me not long after dating. Like he knew. I mean, he. I think he told me he loved me within like the first two weeks. I mean, but he's that kind of person. If he sees something that he likes, he, I mean, it's everything from diet coke to a sweet tea to a chicken sandwich. If he likes it, he's gonna get on that kick, and you don't change the brand of it. I mean, he's very. First of all, I love when you're like, if he sees something he likes, he's gonna get it, and you just named three foods. <laughs> From this type of food to another type of food, John Caparulo eats it. Well, that's that's what we do against the Caparulos. We eat a lot. <laughs> that's what I want to talk to you about anyway. So I saw you at Reef's birthday party. Yes. And um, I don't know if I made a joke or something about the cake that came by or the pizza. And I was like, eat up. or I don't know. I said something. And you're like, oh, I'm going to. I'm just going to get fat now. There's something along those lines. Right? Yeah. What was it? Well, if there's cake there, I'm never going to say no to it. I can promise you that. Cake is delicious. Yeah. Well, any, I mean, I just love food. There's never food in front of me that I'm like, oh, I'll pass. You know, but I have a bunch of skinny bitches of friends out here. And it's great eating with them because I order mine and they order theirs. And, and then I eat the leftovers three of, of theirs too. <laughs> I'm like the happiest little chubby girl in L.A. 
So, so you're just going to commit to getting fat? You're just going to eat? Like, you're just going to join Caparillo? Caparillo used to be a thin guy. Yeah. Now he's a fat guy. Right. Um, I mean, he was like a little shrimp growing up. He was small. Yes. Yeah. And then, I mean, he's only, what, 5'9"? Something like that. Yeah, Yeah, I think, yeah, he was like 160 when he first moved out here. What is he now? Um, I believe 200. 200? Yeah. Okay, at 5'9". Yes. Whatever, he's a fat guy. He's like a small fat guy, but he's a fat guy. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people, when they see him on TV, of course, you know, TV has 15 pounds, but it really does. And then yeah. every time someone sees him in person, they're like, oh, you're so much smaller than I thought. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, okay. he gets that a lot. I just knew, we all just knew him when he was small, yeah. small. But you have just now, because you're pretty small. I'm 5'4", I don't know. I don't know one, girls' weights. 120, I don't maybe? know what that means. 120, that's not much. But you have. I, I don't even know in a scale. How much did I you weigh before? Care. You don't know. So you've just given up, though. You're just like, fuck it. I'm going to get fat with my husband. It's hard not to get fat with your husband. You know, like <laughs> most of my girlfriends, you know, live, are single. And so yeah. they're eating for one, which is like, oh, I'll have this yogurt and I'll be good. They're eating but, to stay in shape for one. Yeah. And yeah. like, you don't have that pressure of actually making a meal when you live with someone, especially a bigger guy. Like, you, as a wife, I got to come home and make my man like his dinner. You cook for Caparillo? Well, I try to. <laughs> like,. Um, I think I think when I first started dating him, I marketed myself much better as a human and as a wife. <laughs> <laughs> you said you could do things. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I love staying home and cleaning and doing the laundry, and I'll cook dinner every night. And he bought into that. And he's like, and, huh, not yeah. bad. Well, and now you know we have a housekeeper that comes, <laughs> and I don't even cook food anymore. We go to um, Sunfair.com. What is that? Been, it's basically like Meals on Wheels. But really it's good. Yeah, like every night they come, they drop off all your meals for the day, the next day, and I mean, you might. And so pop what is? Them in what do you guys just get? Just doubles of everything? Well, we we're on the family plan because we're a family now. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have to fill out like uh, specific names of your children that you're going to be eating their meals? <laughs> well, since we're married, we're actually a family. <laughs> so it gives you your meals for the week. Um, the day? It, it comes every night. So, every night. Yeah. Every day, it's fresh new food. And it's good. I mean, we had lamb chops to like beef Wellington thing. But you're not at all concerned with what you're going to look like. No, because I which can't. is fine. It's totally fine. If I, I sound a little judgmental, I'm totally not. <laughs> I'm just amazed like, by it because oh, really? most girls, most girls would would not Work, readily yeah. admit that and not say fuck it. Yeah, and and I'm, I am used to my girlfriends being skinny, and they're. I mean, I get the well. Why don't you just run? <laughs> like I don't they say it to you? want to. Yeah. Because I'm not, I mean, if you looked at me, you would never say I'm fat. Yeah, But, no. I mean, I Are think, you bigger than you were a year ago? Oh, yeah. Clearly. I mean, none of my pants fit anymore. Well, that's how, that's how you'd know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's a great <laughs> yeah, way. I don't pants aren't lying to you. Yeah, exactly. Everything shrinks, right? Yeah. It's great to say, no, I haven't gained any weight until you literally cannot get into a yeah. piece of clothing that you could. Exactly. Yeah, that's always, that always hurts, but... So all these care. friends stay single, and they just... What, what do they say when you're getting bigger? Do they say anything? Uh, no, because I think they now look at me as an old married woman. Yeah. They're like, you know, it's just that typical, well, she's married. She, she just kind of goes downhill. Yeah. There's a thing Especially with, if you have kids. Oh, yeah. That just wrecks a body. It <laughs> yeah, destroys. destroys it. Whenever like, actresses are like, look, I got back in shape after two weeks. You're like, well, don't tell anybody that because that makes everybody think they can do that yeah. too. They don't have their own personal trainer. Right. They weren't 98 pounds in eight months pregnant And everyone beforehand. in Hollywood is using surrogates anyways. They all fake it. Yeah. They just put a fake belly on yeah, like that first season exactly. of Glee. Um, that I never watched. Um, <laughs> uh, but like if a guy like finds a girl that he's like, oh, fuck it. I'm good. 
Then he can get bald and sloppy. Yeah. He doesn't care. He loses his hair. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You said bald. Yeah. <laughs> that would be the same thing as losing your hair. They just don't care anymore. They're like, fuck it. I've got my, I don't have to impress anyone. Yeah. Do you feel that way? I think you actually just feel so comfortable that it's like, who the fuck am I impressing anymore? Because that guy clearly likes you. Oh, yeah. John. Yeah. So it's not like you're like, oh, I still got to yeah, stay no. on my toes no. for it. Like that's, he's like, I am never going to leave you. Just so you me. know. He's not yeah. Yeah. I'm in there. Until you walk out, I'm in this. So whatever you want to do. Right. Uh, so you don't have to worry about that at all. Yeah. He'll love me no matter what. Now, would he rather you like eat with him and stuff? He does, and that's the thing. He doesn't really eat a lot, and he doesn't force me to eat. It's like me that I'm like, well, I'm always have to have my husband with food in front of him. Yeah, my and then, my and aunt then did this. Yeah, I have to help him finish off his food. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> my aunt in Israel used to do this thing where she'd make you um, eat more. She'd be like, take more, and you'd be like, no, 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 I don't want it. Like she just forced yeah. so much in you. She's like, you're skinny. It's like I was 18, I was growing. It's fine, <laughs> right? But she'd put like an extra stuffed pepper on your plate after you're already full. And you eat like half of it. You're like, I can't eat anymore. And then she's like, you're just going to waste food. She gets yeah. so mad at you. Her Holocaust survivor instincts would kick in. And she'd be like, how can you wait? I'm like, well, why'd you put it on my plate? Right. No, I um, I grew up in the same kind of place. I just grew up in Southeast Ohio. But it was like, you know, minimum wage. And you eat your food that your parents put in front of you. And I think that was there. Just, yeah, that yeah. was the whole, like, that's the way you grew up. Is you that's eat, how I am. You eat all of it. You don't Until get full. Yeah. yeah. So There's now no I have to like not full. specifically say just hold the fries if I don't want them or just right. just don't even bring them because I'm gonna eat them. I'm yeah. gonna keep eating until I'm done. Yeah. You know there's a study that I I like to quote a lot on um how much people will eat and they had a giant bowl of soup in front of everybody mm-hmm. in front of like 30 test subjects and uh, they just said eat until you're done oh. until you don't want anymore not till you're finished it just till you don't want anymore until you're satiated and so people would eat and the, the line of soup would go down slightly yeah you know as they ate. But secretly, without them knowing, in half of them, they had a tube underneath the giant bowl that would pump slightly, like little by little, more soup in. Mm-hmm. Um, so their line would just go down less, you know, than the other people's. Oh, okay. But those people who had soup pumped more in would eat like 60% more. Right. Just Is because. It, if it's in front of you, yeah, you're If it's in front it. of you, you'll eat it. Yeah. I know. Yeah, like we don't have any sort of control with our bodies at all. Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah. Like, how can <laughs> just- dogs eat themselves to death? Because. Right. We're the same way. <laughs> we just take longer. So you're just going to go for it, huh? How ma- how fat was your mom? Um, she she her body when she was my age was a lot better than mine is now. Oh, really? Yeah, like she was always really really fit and even after she had me, she had me at 27 and after she had me, she got back to like really looking good. Yeah. But then she had my sister at 37. Oh. And then it became she, too hard. Right. It, yeah, she just, I mean, she's, you ha- you li- well, she has fibromyalgia too, so it's like, what is that? It's basically when uh, the weather changes your nerves, so if it's about to rain, your like whole nervous system basically just like freezes. Oh, that sounds really horrible. Yeah. <laughs> sounds it, really, yeah. really horrible. So it's like she can't work out anymore, like even though she wants to, and it's just sad. So then she got fat. Yes. Um, yeah, she's are you going to have bigger. kids? Um, Eventually. I would like to adopt. Really? Mm-hmm. I'm on more of an adoption kick lately. Here's my thoughts on it. I'll tell you because you're already into adopting. And okay. You can tell me why you're adopting. The people who say like adopted kids are the same as, what's the other word, regular kids? Like birthing your own child? Yeah. Well, like, no, those are full, that's for full parents too. Then why would you ever have your own kids? Right. There's such a glut of people and there's such a glut of like people that need adoption. Yeah. They're like, if you think they're the same, then you have to adopt. <laughs> 
There's no reason to have a new one. There's too many already. Yeah. They're not still making 2007 automobiles. They're done. They need to sell all the 2007s. Like the families that have their own and adopt. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, it's the same. It's the same. We love them all the same. Like, right. Well, then and th- that's not true. You can totally true. tell the ones that they had. They like better. You're my real kid. Yeah. With your real kid, you can't send it back in the first two weeks. Yeah. There's no out at all. Unless you give it away. Unless you just give it away. You're not allowed to do that. Oh, so you're going to adopt, so you're not going to have kids. I would like to adopt. He wants to have our own kids. Why? But it's so stupid. My friend just told me that. It's like, genetics. It's my genes. Yeah. Well, you didn't make your genes. Who cares? Right. He wants. To, yeah, he wants to see his child, our child, yeah. you know, grow up. Grow up. And I guess that would be cool. Like, seeing all the traits that match you. I guess. I'd just be, I'd be so afraid if I had an ugly kid. I don't think I would love it as much. That would be a problem. You wouldn't know it's ugly. I'll just tell you that. Really? Parents don't know. I know. I know people that have both cute and ugly kids. And they think they're all the same. They just think, "Oh, look how cute they are!" You're like, "Look how cute he is, <laughs> not they." That other because one. <laughs> what do you think's happening right now? <laughs> oh, that's sad. Yeah, uh, you should adopt. Yeah, get them on like six or seven, so you can see if they're cute already. Right? Yeah, exactly. And then see if they have any little brothers that have just been born. So, what are your favorite? Let's talk more about food. What are you into? <laughs> what kind of candy? What kind of snack food do you have? Those mochis we just ate. Those are pretty amazing, huh? Yeah, I love when I texted you about this, and I said, "Do you mind uh, doing a podcast about how you're going to get fat?" And you're like, <laughs> "Yeah, I'm eating mochi right now." So, fuck <laughs> it, let's do that. I've been on this horrible mochi kick. It's nonstop. Like, I literally can't go to sleep without eating like five or six mochi. What is it? It's um basically the size of maybe a base well smaller than a baseball like a golf yeah. ball a little, yeah, yeah a little, little bigger than a golf ball um, barely it's it's mochi ice cream which I it's a Japanese rice pudding like a sticky rice pudding and that's then, what's on the inside that, no that's what's, what's on oh, the outside okay. that's what holds the icy and like it's a icy that's kind of ice cream on the cream. outside the rice pudding is on the outside ice oh. cream's in the middle okay so like if you bring it out and it thaws a little bit it gets really soft with the ice cream in oh, the middle gooey. and then the outside is the japanese sticky rice so good and then wow. there's like this weird powder it's a weird texture it. yeah it's a weird texture yeah. i like bit into it like oh, i wasn't expecting <laughs> it's almost like a, a melted gummy bear it's nothing like a melted gummy bear oh. <laughs> I love gummy bears. You're talking about texture. I was just talking about that with gummy bears. I like biting it. I like the way it feels in my teeth when I bite them over and over again. Like a pacifier. Yeah, sort of. Yeah. yeah. And you like the texture of these things. Yeah. Why? Because it always gives way to you? Because it, it's melty. Okay, maybe more like melty marshmallow, but not sticky. Yeah. It's pretty good. It is. Where do you get them at Ralph's? Ralph's, uh, Trader Joe's. Get them at most like sushi places <laughs> as dessert. They bring you out like one of them. How big are you going to get? I'm so interested in this. How much do you think you're going to let yourself go? Or just like, whatever happens, happens? I'm saying whatever happens, happens. I think with my mom's genetics, I'll I'll probably be at, I don't know what she had, 5'5", five, 5'4", five, five, probably... 210. Two, yeah. Over 200 pounds. Well, no. No, I wouldn't say like 170. But if you just keep eating, you'll get bigger than that. Right. Plus, my dad, his like sister and mom are little op- apple bottoms. Yeah. So they're a lot hippier than my mom's parents. So I'm probably going to get a big old ass. Okay. And I'm ready for it. You just go like, fuck as it. Let's just do this. It doesn't like have cellulite I, on it. Uh, I'll keep. It will. No, cellulite's genetic. Well, okay. I don't know what I, cellulite is. I do entomology, is, though, too. Okay. Entomology is what the is break. That? It basically. It spell that? Indro? Inder, E-N-D-E-R-M-O-L. Themology I can get. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the beginning part, yeah. <laughs> I never want a spelling bee, sorry. Um, 
what? Oh, entomology. <laughs> yeah. So it basically like beats up the cellulite and melts it down, and then you just piss it out. Really? Yeah, I did it today. I did a body wrap, and then Wait, a you mean, beats up the cellulite and and. What does it do? Well, you get a lymphonotic massage. Well, here's I the whole thing. That's something you studied. I didn't understand no, what no, you were no. talking about. It's a procedure to, to tear up and break down and make cellulite disappear. What's the procedure? Endermology. But what do you? What do they do? First, you um, they wrap like well, they wipe cinnamon cream like cinnamon lotion all over your yeah, body. Sure, and- that was obvious. <laughs> but then what though? <laughs> and then you're wearing uh, disposable undies, and then they wrap you like a fucking submarine sandwich with like what's that stuff called? That they wrap like sandwiches and stuff in cellophane. Uh huh. So they wrap you in cellophane and then you sit in a hot box for an hour. And just sweat. Just sweat your ass off. It's like that Jackass um, sketch. No. Uh, you ever watch Jackass? No. Well, they wrap uh, the big guy, Preston, in that stuff and then all the sweat oh, that yeah, would drip down. Yeah, and then he drank it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so gross. Oh. Oh, so gross. But yeah, they like cut it off of you and you're standing in a pool of your sweat. Yeah. It's pretty gross. So then after that, you get a lymphonotic massage with yeah. basically, basically, basically a woman just like massages you so hard that it breaks up all the toxins and stuff in your body. And that's what causes the, the, yeah, toxins and that's what causes the, um, the cellulite? cellulite and stuff. Yeah. So then after the massage, then they do this machine where it's like a roller and it rolls over your body and it breaks it down and it melts the cellulite and then you piss it all what? out. And then you piss it all out? Mm-hmm. You get tired after that? Um, yeah. Does it like wear you out because of all the like the... Um, I-, I got it done today and like earlier at lunch I was like, I don't know if I'm starving, if I'm like oh, yeah. if I'm full or if I need to throw up right now. It was just that like queasy feeling. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I feel just yeah a little out of it today. How often do you do that? Uh, every other week. And now, do you want? Do you envision yourself being like a, a, a like a fat girl with no cellulite? Yeah, like I guess that's like possible, Coco- right? Yeah, like Ice T's woman, Coco. Oh yeah. Yeah, she's a big. How much do you think girl. she weighs? Probably. What do you think her? One forty, one fifty. Coco, I mean, I'm interested now. How tall is she and how much does she weigh? I think she, I think I read that she's like five three. She's pretty. How do you spell small. Coco? Uh, C-O-C-O. Oh, like the monkey. Okay. Exactly. Coco Wikipedia. Coco Austin, is that her name? Well, but like iced tea and Coco. Coco tea, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, let's see her height and weight. Cause she, she's sort of... Was she a man? What's her deal? She's just a very big, voluptuous woman. Person she's alive. not... I mean, she has to be smaller than... I mean, Five than feet, two inches. Little girl. And does not say her fucking weight. I guess it wouldn't, right? That could change at any moment. I've got 34 double D boobs, and hers have got to be four sizes bigger than mine. Wow. You've got th- 34 double D boobs? Yeah. I knew they were big. That's massive. Yeah, they're really big. That's the top end of not freak. <laughs> yeah. That's like, you know, after yeah. that, you're like, okay, seriously, get something done. Right. Like, what, what, are, you, what are you doing with that? Enter a magazine or something. Um, <laughs> I'm just imagining you're getting big. You can already start to see it. You're getting like a little bit of a chin. Yeah. I, I hate that the most. Um, like you don't have that definition in your face anymore. It just yeah. becomes a head and not a face. <laughs> and I've definitely just got the head now. Were you trying to stay in shape before? No, I've never been you to work out. No. So you were just thin like because you were young? Yeah. How old are you now? I'm 26. 26. Almost Good for Caparillo. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Nice. Um, so before you just did, that's what I always loved about the, the um, 
uh, Tempe girls you went to college where you'd hang out with. They eat Denny's like seven times a week. Right. But they were still like rocking bodies. And you're like, what the fuck? Like, wait till the metabolism slows yep, down. Exactly. Yeah. I've Well, I got my, um, my boobs done on. You, those are fake? Oh, yeah. They're fake. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I got my boobs done the beginning of August, which is also my birthday. So, yeah. like, it was really at August that. How old were you then? As of last year. You got your boobs done this year? Yeah. A year ago, you got your boobs done? Yeah, it'll be a year in August. They weren't there before? No. What'd you have before? Like, AAs. Like, nothing? Nothing. When did I meet you first? Before you had them oh, done? Oh, yeah. You've, you've known me for about a year at, in between. A year before you got them done? Yeah. When did I come do the Blue Collar Radio? Uh, That was uh, after probably had- June or July. That was probably before. Before, because I don't remember any big boobs. Yeah. <laughs> when you sat down here, I remember. I was like, <laughs> oh, she has giant boobs. Yeah. No, I was really small. And I think that's why I'm feeling big too now anyways well even though i am getting bigger is that when i didn't have boobs i was considered a small framed girl yeah like because i was just i was tiny i was only five four and i had a boobs and maybe weighed 112 115 yeah but after i got my boobs and it was at my 26th birthday i gained all this weight and i'm now looked as as a curvy girl because I've got a pretty big butt for a white girl and now I have these yeah. big boobs. So I went from being as petite person to a bigger girl anyways. That's why I can just eat whatever now and I'm like, I don't care because I'm never going to have that small body again. If you didn't have cap, if you weren't gay or married, um, would you do this? Would you just say, no. eh? No, or I, would, you I would try? probably, living, when I lived in Cleveland, I probably would have just given up. Why? Because everyone there is gross? Right. So what but, you have room yeah. to give? Yeah, Still be here it's, yeah. If you're gonna find a guy here, the you curve is set hard, hard here. <laughs> yeah, it really is. I mean, you better either work on your body or read nonstop. all the time. <laughs> it's one or the other. Yeah, yeah. Commit hard to it. Your friends work out nonstop. Yeah. Did your friends move here, or did, they, did you just make them here? Um, a little bit of both. Like I have a friend from Orange County who works out all the time, but then um, when you see Reap's wife, who's like working hard oh to my keep gosh. it, do you like? She, do you she's like, crazy. She's like a professional ballerina or some shit now. Really? Yeah, we went over there like a maybe. Oh yeah, she had a recital. Yeah, exactly. About that. Like I think she at thirty. I think she's thirty. Yeah. Just decided that she wanted to be a ballerina and started going into like professional ballerina classes. So yeah, she does that every day, and then she also lives like a healthy lifestyle. I love and, the white life. Like, I think I'll be a ballerina dancer now. Like, who does oh. that? People like, who have successful take, husbands take up piano or learn a new language or some shit. Yeah. But yeah, Ball- I just want to become ballet? a ballerina. What? can't do that but when you see someone like that who works really hard do you think like what's your breakdown of thoughts why there's gotta be why but it's also like oh you have a nice body i would like that or you just don't care um i got into a hot tub with her once yeah and when i did you yell cannonball before you went in (laughs) exactly i drowned that little bitch yeah it was uh yeah she was already in and then like so i felt comfortable just like not sucking my stomach in and just plopping in not knowing her body but yeah. then when she got up and out i was like oh fuck me You're look like, at this Jesus. i'm the chunky girl here <laughs> so yeah that's i mean yeah of course i felt self-conscious but i also look at her and be like why you, you have a husband who loves you so much just give it up yeah, girl no one to... cares like yeah eat that extra because i was fat for a there. little while had, once like, five slices oh, yeah, and she, she had like a half one, one right? yeah She's like, oh, pepperoni is my favorite to pick off before I eat it. Yeah. I just get the flavor of a pepperoni. <laughs> um, I used to be 225. I was like, I was like probably 50 pounds bigger. Okay. Um, and I remember lying on my side, just like playing back with my brother and my stomach coming out and sort of f- f- like meshing to the ground. 
<laughs> they would come out and then, you know, like go along the ground. Um, so it would like, it would just fold weird. Right. Uh, and my sister coming down going, Ugh, Ari, ugh. And I was like, looked at it and it was, guess it was gross, but I was like, yeah, I don't care. I'm just, I'm not going to fight it. I'm just going to let it go. And that was super comfortable. And then at some point I lost weight later, but I was like, but yeah, why did, fight it? How or why did you lose weight? I mean, once you just get, keep getting bigger? Yeah. I try to, I, I do these little, um, tests for myself. Or I used to way more often where there was no reason for them, but there was just t- like we, my first year of college, they gave us our grades, like mm-hmm. in an envelope, you have to wait in line, like A through M and N through Z. Um, and you would get your grades in an envelope. And I try to see if I can keep it in my breast pocket for like a week without looking at it. Even though I really wanted to know what my grades were. Okay. Stupid fucking test. I don't know. I tried not lying for a week to see if I could do that. Was it like plausible? Not lying? Yeah. It was very difficult. I got thrown out of the journalism school. Because uh, I, I had my, like a month earlier, two months earlier, I had my roommate, Asian guy, uh, Ray Chang. Shu Ray Chang. <laughs> I couldn't pass this. You have to take this. Um, typing test to get into journalism. Yeah. I, was typing, I forget what, 25 words a minute. I just got back from Israel. I hadn't typed. Yeah. I was like at 23 or 22. But I was like, I'll get there once I get back to normal. Uh-huh. So I couldn't pass it on two straight tries. So I just went and all they want, wanted was your social security card number. Right. They didn't ask for ID. They just enter it. So I got my Asian roommate to take it for me. Nice. Yeah. But then when I was signing up for classes, it was a little bit of a block and I had to go see the journalism school. And this was during the week I said I wouldn't lie. <laughs> and they said... Um, we just noticed that your first two tests were like 22 and 23. Your next test was 61. <laughs> we're, like what? No way what was the discrepancy? Like and I was like, uh, and I was like, <sighs> I had someone take it for me, and they were like, "What?" She wasn't even looking at me. She was like doing paperwork when she just wanted to like know <laughs> the question. That. Yeah, or, uh, I could have been like I was trying to do it with one hand for a while, and then I said I can't, so I just tried fully. Uh, yeah, and she was like, "Oh, yeah, you're th- you can never take any journalism classes ever. You're thrown out of this department." <laughs> So I do shit like that, but then I try to eat healthy for a month to see if I could do it. And that meant like low cholesterol shit too. But then I lost weight over that month and then I just kept going. I became anorexic. Oh no. It's all right. I'm over it now. I'm just thin now. Do you (laughs) still feel like, but you eat a lot, don't you? Yeah, I pound it. But when I, when it starts to get out of control, like I weigh myself two or three times a day. What? Yeah. It's always there. Oh my God. That's so obsessive. It's obsessive. Yeah. If I get into that range, I I always say I should be 180 to 185. But if I'm, if I get into the one eighties, I'm like, this is danger zone. It's soon to be 190. I guess just in that. Yeah. You just take over a topic and then you like become obsessed with it. Yeah. Like, uh, having a messy apartment. I just (laughs) thought, thought all about it. And then I became that. You're yeah, you're on your way of becoming a hoarder. I work really hard. No, no, I'm down. You need from to start like hoarding. decorating your apartment with cats now. <laughs> just half dead, half alive. <laughs> yeah, just around. <laughs> One eyed. Yeah. <laughs> you guys should do a podcast. You and Cab just do a straight podcast on your own. Have you thought about that? Um, my biggest concern in life is doing something that fucks up his career, like yeah. me personally. Yeah. Oh. Like I, I just he's built you know, all this time getting to where he is and he's going to continue to grow yeah. and he's done it all for himself. My biggest fear in life is coming in and, and me personally fucking it up somehow. So, oh, so you don't yeah. have any control over it. His thing is like, yeah. Um, I, uh, I don't want to do a podcast with him because what if people hate me? And then because but you're already doing that, you're doing a radio show on. Yes, but Mark, same was shit. There. Mark Ellis was there. 
So have Mark Ellis there too. Well, at least that way, then they can be like, "Well, I don't like Jamie, but Mark Mark saves it a little bit." Do some people say that they don't like you? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're hateful online. I know. If they if they don't love you, then fuck you. Yeah. Then yeah. they hate you. Well, see, I manage all of John's social networking sites. So you read it all. So I read everything. He reads nothing. You can't I read stuff get everything. And um, yeah, it, people are people are mean. Here's the reason, just so you know, it's because to make an impact. Like if I was going to hurt you one-on-one, yeah. I might just say like, I don't know what, your hair is disgusting today and just walk away in a bit. Right. Not that tough, not that bad. Like, oh, okay. Just yeah, cool. just like you're stupid. But like online to get that same, you have to go so, you're like, I hope you die. You right. contribute nothing to society. Exactly. You've never, ever been funny. And it's like, whoa. Your parents hate you. You need yeah. to kill yourself kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And it's the only, that's pretty much them saying like, mm, you weren't as funny as I would have liked. Yeah. That's pretty much their way of saying that. <laughs> it's cruel. Yeah. It's so very cruel. cruel. Yeah, so many times. I love your show, Cat, but I just can't stand listening to your wife. And I'm just like, oh, that just breaks my heart so bad because I don't want, don't want to hurt him. Well, would you way. do it if you did one at Lovence or somewhere? Would you do it with him there? Yeah, I think if there was someone else, like, I don't know. See, I just don't want to do him and I. Just alone. Just alone. Yeah, yeah. well, whatever you do, do it. With Mark On your Tim. own, I mean, though. Just do it with one of these. Just oh, okay. buy the stuff and just, you don't have to go to a place. It sounds like a lot of work. Yeah, I guess so. Once again, the effort's just not there. Yeah. The care is gone. Yeah, then, yeah. <laughs> you just don't want to do it at all. What did your booze feel like after you got them? What am I, what? What did your booze feel like after you got them? Oh, really? It was like um, sidetracked, and I realized I wanted to know what that felt like. <laughs> I, know, I was like, where did that come from? Um, they're really hard at the beginning. Hard? Hard. Uh-huh. Like, I mean, it's only been, what, eight months now? Because the skin gets all pulled apart? Yeah. So okay. it was just like, they're hard. But then after like six months, like two months ago, they started becoming normal and now, it, now i almost feel like i was born this way so when you see those fake boobs that are, when they're just pushed apart so bad that's just new boobs no um it can be two opposite things yeah they're either new boobs that's why they're hard and up and like that or they tore their muscles because you can't i mean john had to pull up my pants after i used the restroom he had to open up the refrigerator door for me because you can't after the use, boob job yeah you can't use those muscles at all why so, physically unable to or shouldn't if if you do they'll rip and then that's what causes that hard boob where it's all this so you just leave muscles. your hands flopped to the side yeah i didn't i didn't like i mean he fed me soup and my food for like six weeks six eight weeks wow I couldn't do anything i couldn't six take the or dogs. eight weeks i couldn't take the dogs outside i don't know how women with children get boob jobs because you can't I mean, you have to have your hands. Like I, but it I sounds had like no such a modern day. Like I don't know how these women do it. <laughs> it's such a hard job to have kids well, and get tits. Well, yeah, because like you have to do. I mean, I felt I was totally out of commission. I couldn't even feed the dogs for eight weeks. So I was just laying on the couch doing absolutely nothing, like just catching bed sores. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, Disgusting. I mean, you have to have no responsibilities to be able to. Was it worth it? Do you like them? Com- yeah, I do now. You're into it. Yeah, I, at the Did time. Your husband like it. He didn't care whether I did it or not. Yeah. You know, he like I said earlier, I don't know he's, if just, he's a boob guy or not. I don't he's know just about. he loves me for me no matter what. And I know so many women are like assholes because that's exactly but you what do they it want. Because you wanted it. I've I've wanted it since fourth grade. And so now, why do you? So you you care somewhat about your looks? Yeah, I guess you're right. Is it just the easy way? It was more because I am. I was a pear shape. Yeah. Like it was more to make my clothes fit right. Like oh. I mean, before I would it's have weird to wear. have no boobs and a butt. It's yeah. like what's well, happening was, there? Yeah. Yeah. Pear you have shape. To be, that's exactly what it is. You have it's to pear be shape. proportionate. Ugh. It's whether you're small bottom, have a small top, and then just be like a thin girl, or you have to have a big butt and big boobs and be a curvy girl. Yeah. Some girls are just small. They're just small yeah. all the way around. Yeah. yeah. Right. And, and they that's just look. Yeah. 
But when you are as big as I am, if you're built bigger with a big bottom, big thighs, you know, being a little on top just makes you big bottom heavy and then it's just all weird all together. <laughs> or the girls with the really, really big boobs and the no butts. Those are creepy too. Yeah, those look weird. Those look fake more than anything. Those look oddly fake. Yeah. The other way looks weird. I used the to work with shape. a girl that, I mean, she was she was tiny and she had Giant huge, boobs. huge boobs. What yeah. does that mean? She's going to grow into it later? I guess. I mean, usually if your mom. I remember everyone from high school, well. all the Jewish girls in like grade school and high school, they got humongous boobs early. Mm-hmm. Sixth, seventh grade. Um, definitely by 10th grade. But they were still small because they were fucking 16 years old. Right. But I've seen them now at like 30 and, and you're they're... like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. You became round. Yeah, those look like milking boobs. <laughs> yeah, I was right. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm saying, but some part of you enjoys the way you look. So if you could be gentle with just a snap of your finger, if you could have that that body or the, your version of that body, whatever it is, gentle yeah. small, would you just do it if it was that? If it was just as easy? Yeah. So you do right. care somewhat about the looks. I, well, I'm caring about the easy. If it was just right. as easy, yeah. Then I mean, of course, everybody would rather be small than big. Yeah, I like to say there's like a some cost like ratio. It's like it's like. I compared it to school where it's like, if I don't study at all yeah. and I can get an A minus, but I have to study another 10 hours to get an A, I'll just take the A minus. Exactly. But if I don't study at all and I get a D and 10 minutes of studying gets me an A minus, then I'll put in the work because it's worth the small amount of work for the, for the much larger payoff. See, I would take the D. You would just take the D? Yeah. Not even for 10 minutes. You'd no. be like, I don't care how much is better it's getting. No. So with food, you were like, unless there's no effort. Right. You're like, how many times do I have to snap my finger? More than once? No. Wow. So do you snack late at night like Caparilli used to? Oh, that's all we do. Because we wake up at, you know, 2 p.m. You got into that schedule too, huh? Yeah. So we don't eat until... Wow. Well, like, we'll have a snack around like 5 p.m. And then we eat dinner at like 9 or 10 p.m. So then by, you know, midnight, we're eating our snacks again. And we eat snacks until 3 or 4 a.m. I remember him telling me that he got... He thought something was a problem when he woke up with um, Rice Krispies treats in his bed. <laughs> when I the first time I ever spent the night with him, yeah, he um, I came over unexpectedly, yeah, and <laughs> so he couldn't put away his stash, right? And he was so embarrassed because he had so many um, granola bar like crumbs, uh, that, crumbs, crumbs in his bed in his sheets that it felt like I was sleeping on gravel. <laughs> <laughs> he must have killed when you saw him. Like, oh, <laughs> For you to put up with that, he must have I? killed so hard. <laughs> <laughs> like the first that wasn't the first time you went over uh yeah that was the, the first, first time? time i ever went over i spent the night there wow wait I, I where did you meet didn't you guys meet on, on when he's on that tour uh yeah i met him in ohio yeah i was living we and both went ha- to kent state but 10 years apart and he came back to do a show and i had just graduated from kent his name was on the hall of hicks <laughs> what? I don't know. It's gonna say Hall of Fame, but I just picture Kent State being rednecks. Uh, even though it's not. No, they're pretty like artsy people. Oh, really? Yeah. How did God John fit into whatever? Okay, I don't want to make well, it about John. He went for radio production. Oh, okay. So it was in the arts kind of. So he went to play that school. Yes. Oh, and, that's cool. Um, I was a huge fan of his. Already. Yeah. Nice. And um, my friend Mike Beater owns the bar in town that I actually bartended at when I was in college. And yeah. my friend Beater knew that I was a fan of John's, so. He was getting John to come down to his bar to do some like signings and pictures and stuff. Yeah. And he and Beater said, "Will you and your friends come down to the bar and see if you can just chat him up a little bit, get him to stay here for the night?" Because you know John doesn't drink. His intentions no. were to go back to his go parents' and play house. Xbox. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, go home. He yeah, and play games and stuff. And he just went down there as a business thing. But um, I guess story goes that John walked into the bar 
And my friend Beater said, you know, I have some girlfriends up here I'd like you to meet. And John was like, well, I've got some buddies from college, too. I want to go see them. And Beater goes, um, they're right over there and points to me and, you know, give me two seconds. And John hates talking to any girl. He's like, right. what? Why? Why? Yeah. Things, yeah. So I guess the story goes that John looked at me and said, fuck my friends and came over and sat down with me. Really? Mm-hmm. Really? Wow. That's amazing. But the thing is that I was so nervous around him, I couldn't talk to him. So I was thankful that I had friends that could hold a conversation. And he just watched you? Yeah. He, he thought I was a bitch because I kept on just like giving him the side eye. Oh. I was just like, I was so nervous. So um, at the end of the night, I actually, he had been drinking and I wasn't because it was this horrible snowstorm and I almost crashed my car on the way there. So I stopped drinking because I was driving my friends. So he had been drinking and he had left his rental car down by the bar. And I said, I'll drive you back to your hotel. Yeah. And so, <laughs> I no, I had my friends in the car, too. I and had so, to drive them. Oh, nice. <laughs> Four-way. No, okay, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, that, that's never on John's mind. <laughs> he would never have even thought of that. I, even if it was just you alone, he's probably like, oh, this girl's going to want to talk for a while. <laughs> I don't want to talk. Right. I just want to go to bed. He's like, you know, there's a third option, John. Well, what is that? <laughs> Um, so yeah, so you drove him back and then you, you were able to talk more. Well, I drove him back to the hotel and I didn't know if he remembered my name. So uh-huh. I, um, I was like, well, I'm going to be in LA next week on a business trip. You know, maybe we can grab lunch or something. And I gave him my business card so he would remember my name instead of just giving him my number. Yeah. And he still keeps my business card in his wallet today. That's so romantic. I could puke. I know. Isn't it? We're such um, sappy white folks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's nice, but it's like, well, I don't know what to think about those things anymore. Like, that's nice, but I don't know. Whatever. It's fine. It's nice. <laughs> he still keeps your business card. That's nice. So anyway, you live like a comic now, though. You wake yeah. up at two, snack whenever. I just, I'm, I hang out with him all day. So you just, just go on the, the road with him a lot? Um, when there's like family around like Ohio, Florida, you know, if there's family nearby or just in California, the Vegas and in Florida. Stuff. Yeah. Or your family. Yeah. Wow. And now that when he's gone, you still wake up at two o'clock. Yeah. You're living a comic's life. I know. You do no writing, just like us. <laughs> you wake up at noon. But I also don't have the pressure. <laughs> you eat whatever you want. Because you guys actually have to go out and make some money and and do your art, where yeah. I just live this lazy life. And yeah, you don't have I to come up with I have material. no worries. I don't have to pay bills. I don't have to. Do you to. feel like, sl- like, do you feel like, fr- it's, I, is it like a king or is it like, or like a slob? Like, how do you feel? Or a combination oh, of. Yeah, definitely a combination. Some days are, I feel like a horrible human being. Sometimes like, you're like, I got to do something with my life. Right. Well, like, I, my mom is a, a third grade teacher. And yeah. I, I hear her talking about all the 49-year-olds she had to deal with. And, that doesn't sound fun. Uh-uh. And, you know, they had to, during the winter, they have to, you know, plow out the driveway to get to school. Doesn't and, sound fun either. No. Nope. LA sounds a lot more fun with and, no and, teaching. Yeah. And it's like... and. And then she's like, what's going on with your life? And I'm like, well, I got a facial and a massage today. I'm on my way right now to go get my nails done. And it just, I feel like such a dick. You know, my yeah. mom's hard working, has been hard working hard her whole life to take care of me. People don't understand it. And here like, I'm like, yeah. oh, la-da. Yeah. yeah. When you're like, what'd you do today? And you're like, oh, I went to the post office. Uh, and then <laughs> and I got lunch. Yeah. And you're like, I'm so worn out. Like, you didn't do anything. You did right. an errand and everybody eats lunch. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's I, so uh, true. I guess so. Like, if I have to leave my house during a day for more than three hours, I have anxiety. I'm like, I got to go home. I got to get really? back to bed. Like, I. You spend yeah, most of the time mess. in bed? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you feel depression I, at all? 
No, not at all. I feel ex- I feel very happy. That's good. That's my friends. You just don't like, have anything do? you have to but do. But I feel like I'm busy. Don't have a kid. Yeah. Oh, I know. I'd be don't do it mess. yet. Yeah. That's 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 a that lot of responsibility. Ruin my it's life. A complete right now. change. Yeah. Girls at work, and then they have a kid. They can sort of handle it because, like, oh, I get it. It's like more, another job. Right. Don't. Yeah. That makes it. Well, th- that's the thing. When we have kids, it's going to be a time that we can afford nannies. Oh yeah, yeah be that absentee mother, a complete asshole, yeah. person altogether. Like I don't clean my house anymore. There's oh my god, I felt so bad. Um, so they send out the cleaner sent out a woman in her like fifties and then her daughter like my age, and I'm watching this mother and daughter clean my house because I'm too lazy of an asshole to do it myself. What? And it was just like watch. I mean, that could be my mom and me. And you just watch them. Heart. Yeah. yeah. Don't you feel bad when you're watching these like immigrants toil yeah, over I've, something and you're like, it's my toilet. Yeah. I should be helping you with something. I, or I don't know. But then it's like, nah, do it. Yeah. I just became <sighs> a glutton of a person who lays in bed. And the most I have to do is go to the spa. And I'm exhausted when I come home from it. And he, does he mind it all, Cap? Uh, No, I think he like, I mean, I think he expected that I would probably do a little more because i told him that i was looking clean and stuff Uh but no he was like i would rather pay for it and you be happy yeah he seems like that kind of guy that's how i am usually happy life if i can afford things it's like yeah go i don't care get it right do whatever be happy yeah um do you read at all i used to yeah me too it's hard to have that life and read (laughs) you think you get a lot of reading done lying in bed all day and doing nothing but you'd be surprised no there's a lot of TV you gotta catch up on right oh my gosh I always I mean it it feels like an accomplishment (laughs) when I've cleaned out my my TV like like, two more boardwalk empires till the end of the season (laughs) thank god I can't keep up with this (laughs) when you clean out your TV so you just watch oh my god you've got the comics life with none of the none of the fucking responsibilities of it yeah that's amazing I know my mom always shits on me for like what do you do go volunteer i'm like mm-hmm. you don't know me at all <laughs> volunteer you're talking another language lady well nikki glazier who's a, a female i just saw her in, in austin new york who i really like i love and respect and uh-huh. i consider her like a friend like you're friends with her yeah yeah and um is it glazer or glazier glacier not glacier yeah, it's definitely not glacier yeah. but like you know we talk on you know facebook how do you know Twitter, her instagram she opens for john oh really so when he was on tour and she would open for him like you know we would hang out in between sets and you know have <laughs> must some be nice to be together. with a comic husband that you don't have to worry about cheating on you at all <laughs> just nothing uh, so you'd have drinks and stuff yeah, and, and she told me one time, I don't remember what I tweeted, probably I was, because I do a lot of online shopping at night, yeah. and I think at one time I had like 15 boxes waiting for me one morning, <laughs> and so I was tweeting about how I must have been drunk shopping last night, Yeah, and Nikki was just like, oh, I want your life, I want your life, and I just looked at her like, no, like I would... What? I mean... She works so hard to be doing this for herself, and that's so cool that she has that art, the talent, and the determination to do it. And here I am. I'm just a lazy fuck. That's I'm a way better. That's way better. Even less determination and stuff, and you still get the same things. People I, always make fun. Like when I, my parents were upper middle class to middle class. Mm-hmm. And so when I was in college, and people were like, oh, your parents are helping you pay for college. I'm like, no. Well, I do a lot of work. And it's like, why am I denying that I have parents that are okay with right. money. It's like I'm I'm upset about it, <laughs> about me not having a hard time. Yeah. And people always want to brag about how hard their city is. And it's like you have it super easy. That's awesome. <laughs> when she goes, I wish I could have your life. You're like, well, you can't. <laughs> Too bad for you. You don't have to feel bad about it. Do yeah. you feel bad about it? No. Um, I, 
I feel bad in the fact that, like, you know, he buys me all this stuff all the time. Come his birthday or Christmas, it's like, hey, babe, what do you want me to buy you with your with money? With your money, yeah. Yeah. And so that's all he wants. Of, yeah. I know I know that he's happy. I know that he... He would only care just, if you got a job just because you wanted to get well, one. Well, I got... When I first moved out here, I had no intentions of not working. Like, that never yeah. crossed my mind. I was the kind of person, if you said, like... If you won, you know, a hundred million dollar lotto tomorrow, would you ever work again? I'd been like, oh yes, of course. I can never imagine myself working. Yeah. But then I got to this place where I was like, I was working at uh, CBS yeah. over the hill by the Grove, uh-huh. and um, and I was driving there at eight nine a.m. and I was reading Drew Carey's fan mail, and it was really? like, yeah, not fun stuff. No, no, taking calls from people who want Jeopardy tickets and shit. Really? And you know, those people are not stable at all. So. I was coming home exhausted and, and he, and I was making what? 15 bucks an hour. Yeah. So he was like, what, and this guy's what making your thousands of right. dollars on the road doing telling dick jokes. Right. He's like, what you're, you know, the effort you're putting in the struggle to bring home that paycheck is not worth it. I'd rather you have you here and happy. Yeah. That makes sense to me. I completely agree with that. He says that we're taking if you're this, not, like as a team. Like, yeah. If you're not fulfilled by a job, then the only reason to have it is because you need the money. Right. But if you don't need the money, then you're like, what are we doing? Right. Let's say you were both super struggling and you both had $8 an hour jobs Mm -hmm. and you needed that both your money to fucking make it. Right. And then one person got a job that paid him 200 bucks an hour. There's no reason to keep that $8 job. Right. There's no reason. It's like, we don't need the 208 bucks. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Fucking go for it. So what shows are you into? Shows? Oh my God. I feel like such a little girly girl saying this, but um, once upon a time. I don't know that one. Is that a really? WB show? No, it's a NBC show. Oh. Yeah, and it's it's awesomely made. It's really creative, and it basically takes all of the storybook characters uh-huh. and puts them into a real-life situation. Like to the, nowadays? Yeah, they're, they're caught into a world. One is real-time, what we know, and then another life is fairy tale. Yeah. So the Wicked Witch put a spell on them. And it's such just a dork girl thing to say, but it's really well done. I mean, the costumes, everything, it's awesome. And how I caught, caught on to it, because John was um, doing the ABC show, Work It. Oh, yeah. And we had like a screening of two ABC shows. And, oh, it's obviously it's ABC. Is it ABC? Yeah. I don't know. So, yeah. Once upon a time's on ABC. Oh. So we screened that one too. Like it would have never been a show that so I would have. To. Yeah, that I would have like seen a commercial and been like, oh my god, I gotta mm-hmm. watch that. But because I was forced to see it, I just yeah. fell in love with it. That's how it was for It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, where there yeah. was some other show that was premiering the first week that they premiered, mm-hmm. and not s- tuning in for that guy's show, which yeah. was like so so. But I was like, this other thing is awesome, and it was lasted great until this last year, and it was just terrible, and they was just patting themselves on the back the whole time. Really. Oh, we can't wait for uh, Breaking Bad to come on again. How are they going to start it over? What are they going to do now? I don't know. It's over. Like it's over. Like he's out. I don't I, understand. It's like, what do you mean they're coming back? It's that's it. I'm I, so I don't know. Excited. What's he like, going to do? He's going to fuck himself up. When's it coming back? I don't know. Don't <laughs> we have it like on a calendar and stuff. But yeah, it became an obsession for us. I mean, we would stay in bed and eat in bed. We'll have full meals in bed and watch and, Breaking Bad. And watch God, just you fat fucks. seasons <laughs> of Breaking it. Bad. Really? And literally, we like cried. We were emotional when when it, we were done watching it, oh, and we had to wait. I think we had to wait. It's like one of the best months. shows ever. It's just so good and for like a meth selling show. It's yeah. so real. Because he liked uh, The Wire, too. Yeah, The Wire was pretty great. And it took a little watched, while to get into, and then it was well, fine. Well, that's what he said, that he wanted me to watch The Wire, but I'd already seen Breaking Bad first. Yeah. And I couldn't watch it. I was so bored with it. Not enough action. It. Yeah. Yeah. Breaking Bad was so good that it made The Wire look like shit when The Wire was amazing. Yeah. Like, just a couple months prior. 
You got to get like, yeah, maybe you're right. That's the order everybody watched it. The Wire first. Yeah, I feel like I missed it's out. It's so slow for like a full season. And you're like, there's not even a wire. It's 12 yeah. episodes in. Where's the fucking wire? <laughs> and there's nothing. Those are all my boxes, by the way, behind the, um, see that behind that oh, chair? Yeah. That's all the stuff I've ordered that I haven't gone, gotten into yet. They've just been drunk shopping online? High shopping, usually. Oh, And then they nice. come to my door. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? I'm like, Ugh, I'll order, open it later. <laughs> that was supposed to be my prize for cleaning up my apartment completely. What I... F- I actually bought my wedding dress online. That's not bad. I hate shopping. I hate leaving the house. I hate really having to put makeup on. Yeah. Why are you such a shut in? Do you have makeup on now? Um, I put it on mascara. Okay. It looks <laughs> yeah. fine. I don't know. I was like, I don't know yeah, what that would look like, like or what it wouldn't look like. Yeah. I have really small eyes if I don't wear mascara. I guess. Which one's mascara? The one to make your eyelashes big. It's the. the I noticed bat that. Poop. Yeah. I noticed that. The bat poop. Yeah. The bat poop. It's technically or used to be or something. Made from bat. bat shit. Really. Yeah. What 15 things do you have waiting for you? Oh, that was a while ago. Just randomly, you have 15 different things that it, Amazon it's, showed it's up at once. It's usually um, clothes, accessories, and you know, shoes, bags, and stuff. You're, the, it's like a, it's, what, what kind of life is it that you lead exactly? I'm trying to compare it to something. It's rich housewife? What is it no, exactly? Not, but not really, because of the sleeping I mean, in. It's a townhouse. Yeah. It's not that. It's this, it's this I don't know what it is. I, I don't know anyone who has my life. Yeah. It's like it's partially kept woman, yeah. But also, you're responsible to be there emotionally, yeah. So that's not like a kept woman. But then it's like you don't wake up and like work out. You just eat and sleep, mm-hmm. hang out with my husband. Yeah, and just order stuff. That's all he wants, just a companion when he's home. Yeah. What do you do when he's gone? Um, eat double the portions, <laughs> <laughs> cook for him too, because it's all sad, and then eat his plate. I, yeah, basically to eat all the leftovers from the week. Oh, that's oh. what my aunt used to do. She would put stuff on my uncle's plate. And then eat off his plate, so she didn't feel like those were calories. <laughs> yeah, they weren't coming off her plate. Exactly. You know, I've never, I didn't know nothing about nutrition. I actually failed a nutrition class in college. So if you tell me like to read like the calorie and all that kind of stuff on the box, I yeah. it's Greek to me. Wow, you have a really great life. I would brag about it. <laughs> but then you feel like an asshole. I know, but because because you do feel awesome. That's why. That's why those people are like, well, my parents weren't that rich because you know it's awesome. Your parents are rich. Yeah. <laughs> It's, uh, I don't know. It's a sweet life. You had to suffer for it. You had to go to that bar that time <laughs> and, uh, and and give a business card or whatever else you did right. to, to rope John in. Um, wow. So you sleep. So when he's gone, you also sleep till two. Yeah. And then when you wake up, do you just stay in bed till about five? Yeah, unless my girlfriends want to do something like, oh, you know, when he's out of town, I do hang out and I drink a lot with them. That's when you're social. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I catch up on like you know I have to meet with that group of friends and then that one and that one you know like do different yeah. lunches, dinners. Do you like coming into the comedy store? Um, I've came in two or three times without him, but oh. I just feel weird. All right. Okay, I meant with him. Do you enjoy oh, that? Oh yeah, I mean he's only he's on the road every other weekend, so yeah. the weekends he is at home. He's at the comedy store. And, and you come in with and him, and I come in on Saturday night only. So he could be there, you know, Wednesday through Saturday, but I'll just be you there like Saturday hanging out night. there. Yeah. Most girls I know eventually like I want to be invited, and then they do, and they're like, "Oh yeah, it's boring. It's all your friends." <laughs> yeah, um, I bring like I invite my friends sometimes because they they take John's job as something fun where he takes it as a job, so it's always kind of a balance of wanting my friends to come, but knowing that this is him at work too. Yeah, I'm still amazed by this life. I'm just realizing you're just living exactly like a comic <laughs> with no writing responsibilities. You're living like a comic who's already made it. <laughs> 
Yeah. And who doesn't really I'm the write Jerry Seinfeld though. of wives. Yeah. Where you're just like, meh, I'll just keep touring off what I got. Wow. Do you see a, like a, a moment where you get too fat where you're like, I got to do something about this where it's unhealthy? What um, if you breathe like this? <sighs> <laughs> like I smoke a pack a day. Yeah, and if you just breathe. Like, <sighs> um, probably. I think that I have. I think no. I think once you guys are that really? stage, you're like, no, nah, I've given up. It. Yeah. You're going to die soon anyways. Because like, you're going to lose 50 pounds just to be fat still. Right. At that point, you're like, why? Nope, because yeah, nobody, nobody loses weight when you're that fat. I mean, a few people, but not really. Yeah, it doesn't. You can't I guess it won't matter. I'm trying to picture you guys now, you and John now, as like fat hillbilly. I don't know why I'm picturing you guys with a house and you just he's mowing the lawn. Oh, he wants a house so bad to mow the lawn. Yeah. That's like all he wants. He just wants to get a lot of acres so he can mow it. And I picture you coming out into the porch. You know when those like those cabin house where you, cut, you have a, a door and then you have a porch that's almost completely goes around the house right. almost like so it's one of those style. yeah and then you have to come down three steps you don't go down to three steps you just go out to the porch you go john <laughs> your mama's on the phone do you picture us in south carolina something like that i'm thinking of rural rural ohio or something like that yeah and it'll be like what like, your mama and then you just turn around and walk in and he'll just go and then put it on pause or whatever and then go he in puts the chainsaw down yeah oh I don't know if we'll be that. Uh, I mean, I, John doesn't even own many power tools at home now. Like, yeah, he, I can't imagine he, actually doing the lawn. That part when I said it, I was like, he's not going to mow the actual no. lawn, though. See, well, remember, he used to work at a golf course. Yeah, used to. But but that's what he loved doing. If he wasn't addicted, he hated that job. Well, now he always yeah. says if he wasn't addicted to the art of comedy, like yeah. you know, he's not in this for the money or the fame or anything. It's because he feels like he needs to do it. Yeah. But if he felt like he didn't need to do comedy anymore, that yeah. yeah, he would want to mow grass on a golf course. They need Monday shifts taken. He's always back on Monday. He's more than happy to go sign <laughs> up again. No, he likes the idea that there's no way you would go back to that goddamn golf course. There's no way. Not now. That was when he was thin too. There's no way he saw those <laughs> those turkeys that were on the course and he thought of eating them not turkeys whatever they were swans geese swans yeah that's right yeah, the oh, swan yeah. That bit him. man oh, that's great so what is, what's your plan for the future then um right now well we're getting married or wedding wedding mm-hmm. like is at uh, the end of may so then we're gonna go on a two-week honeymoon to rome venice and paris bam perfect yeah so then we get back mid-june you can get, just get fatter in all sorts of parts the of the world road again yeah um so after honeymoon yeah, he's going to just... I love the idea of honeymoons. It's like, you're already married. You're living together. I mean, not... Yeah. But you were married six months ago. You're just like, what What do you... It's just a trip. Right. Yeah, it's just a vacation. Like, we did. He didn't do anything. I asked I my friend that felt, one. I mean, obviously, my mother knows that I have sex. Yeah. But I... Um, now we're allowed. Yeah. It, like, when I told her that I booked the honeymoon, like, I was thinking of it as a vacation, but I knew, I felt the tone in her voice be like, oh, fuck. <laughs> like oh my daughter's getting banged out like on this trip <laughs> like knowing the dates that it's actually happening like even though that's not the mentality either one of us had I almost felt like like embarrassed to tell my yeah. mom I'm going on a honeymoon because that's a sexual thing right yeah I wonder how my dad must feel about my sister like being married or having kids it's just like uh, yeah she doesn't do that not my little girl yeah or when they go downstairs to I don't know to go to bed in the, in, even when they're staying at my parents yeah like, you're gonna sleep in the same bed like Oh, I don't know. It's weird. Not my little girl. <laughs> my mom, like I dated a guy for seven years, for one year, for four years, 
before I met John. Yeah. And like when those guys would come to my parents' house, they would never let us sleep in the same beds. Even if we were living together or we had been together for a while. They like, wouldn't let you sleep. They wouldn't they would make us sleep in separate beds. But the first time that John stayed at my parents' house, we were already engaged. Uh-huh. And then that's when they let the first guy I'd ever been with yes sleep in the same bed now that we were engaged. And then John shook your dad's hand and said I'm going to bang this shit so hard <laughs> into your he, roof. His, those words would never even come to John's head. I'm going to bang now. this shit so hard. Yeah. No, he would never say that. Even as a joke. He'd be like, yeah, yeah. man, you got to give me different lines. <laughs> I can't say that. Um, <laughs> so you're getting married in Ohio, and then that's it. You're just going to be married, and you're just going to get fat and old together. Yeah. I guess that's a nice life. That's what everybody wants, right? I guess. Man. It's it's a pretty pretty cozy life. Yeah, you don't have to worry about you know Anything making sure the anymore. gas bill got paid or you can have to walk the dogs and walk the kids if you have those. Yeah. Yeah, you just take care of the bills like it's your responsibility. That's no, he does it. He does. He actually does it too. Mm-hmm. Not not the where the money comes from, but you don't even have no, to he, write the checks. No, he he pays what? everything. You're lazier than even you should be. <laughs> no. You don't even do that. Well, everything taken out automatically and he already oh, had everything okay. yeah he already had everything taken out automatically okay. before I even moved there so it's all just what he still just makes sure it gets insurance done. stuff like that all just done without you yeah you don't contribute anything I know this except you'll have him <laughs> that's the only thing you're doing that's amazing I would love to see when you get like I guess two years from now yeah, I'm see excited how fat to you see are. too. It'd be nice. It'd be like a whole new person. If I knew John was going to become that big, and he's not massive big. He's no. not like Ralphie Mae big or anything. No, no, no. But like, he's really just, compared to what I knew him, he's fat. He's just chubby to like yeah. barely fat. But like, I would have loved to see it like happen. <laughs> like, I wonder what you're going to look like when you get fat. What are you going to look like when you get fat? Probably what I am now, just this just dewlap. Just more of that. This dewlap's just going to get bigger and bigger. Yeah. People are going to be like, I bet she'd be really pretty if she just lost <laughs> yeah. be one 10 pounds. That, and then someone will be like, 10, bro, relax. How about 80? <laughs> and you're like, yeah, I guess so. She's like 230. She needs to get down to like yeah. 140, 150. Yeah, she maybe. She lost 50 pounds. <sighs> Nobody ever loses 50 pounds. That's Unless so much. Unless you get like crazy about it. There's yeah. people that just become and obsessed with it. Yeah. But then that's then your whole like, life. That's your whole life. Right. That just costs someone else. That's what I'm Giving saying. Giving up like, one addiction for another. Just, yeah, getting so obsessed with losing weight and eating this and doing your shakes and like that's all you talk about that's all yeah. your mind is warped around it i would just rather be meh than meh. be, I like be over obsessed with with how i look because really it's an uphill battle you're never going to look as awesome as you did when you were 22 and you're never going to be happy if you hate your nose now you get that fixed then you hate your lips you hate your lips well well i wish i could get my toes done you know there's always you get your toes done yeah I've had friends that get their feet done to no. so they fit better in shoes. Well, just buy bigger shoes. Well, it's the curve of the foot. Oh, and the, oh, 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 I get it. The whole sexy foot shoe thing where, I Girls mean. Girls are you, so stupid about that stuff. You keep getting one thing fixed and then you find something else that you hate even more. And it becomes a project that you just become obsessed with. And so you go the other way and just recover. give up completely. And just say, why bother? I Why? I've so there's no point your life where I don't have to worry about anything. Why am I worrying about my body? Are you worried at all that this life won't continue? But you can always just change it afterwards, I guess. What do you mean it won't continue? Like let's say John dies. Okay, that's he's not topic. a he's I not really a drug like addict or anything. But like I've had a friend who died whose wife was like pretty much paid for by him. Yeah. But then it's like, 
her life, she had a plan, and it didn't go that way. Right. What do you do next? I would say him dying is way more likely than him divorcing you. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, that, way more and likely. And that scares the fuck out of me. Because, I mean, he is, and he's an overweight comedian. Like, <laughs> Yeah. I mean. When Patrice died, people were like, can you believe it? And you're like, can you believe yeah. what? <laughs> that a fat African-American angry person got a heart attack? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Like, I are you crazy? It. Yes, obviously it's going to happen. <laughs> so, yeah, do you worry about any of that? Like, then you'll have to get a job. But I guess if you cross that bridge, well, you Well, I mean, I it. have a college degree. Oh yeah, I, I worked in you You're know not an adult. Yeah, I've been I've done the the cubicle in the adult life before. What is that? It is peach ginger infused water. Oh, sorry, I'm getting a little parched. No, it's okay. Go for it. Uh, I should take this moment to uh, say something about my sponsors. I have two sponsors. One, the John would like. Um, Go Gamefly dot com. Oh yeah. And then uh, Amazon dot com. Um, if you go through my website. There's a link on there for Amazon.com, and then uh, if you click on there, then I get a percentage back of all the purchases you make. Oh, very cool. Yeah. So, How'd so you work that deal out? They came to me with it. Oh, very cool. So if you're going to shop on Amazon with John's money, can you please, um, <laughs> yes, can you please go to my website. website and just click on... Then you just shop as normal. Everything costs the same. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah, I You're like know. a saves the whale, saves save the whales foundation. I am like that. Yeah, Why? like adopt to a one of those like <laughs> adopt like, a book. <laughs> yeah, pay, or pay like for, give a dollar to you know mm-hmm. whatever. For every hundred bucks you purchase, one degenerate <laughs> exactly. comedian will get a hit exactly of weed. What you are, yeah. you know, like percentages go to you to like feed you and make sure you have fresh water. <laughs> I'm trying to do the math breakdown. I think that's about what it is. I think if you spend a hundred bucks, I would get like. A hit or two of pot, a really good pot, <laughs> just like half a bowl. Like that's what it would help. Feed that me. one hit I took has got me coming every like couple minutes. I'm like, oh, I'm high. Oh yeah, when you oh, said you I'm hadn't high. smoked since July, I was like, oh, you better, yeah. you better hold off. And on it just was, one I hit. stopped because I was having my booby surgery. So really? that's why I stopped smoking because I was smoking pretty regularly during the summer. Yeah, and I remember. I, I remember like, meeting you as a pothead. Oh yeah, yeah. And then I just, I had my surgery coming up, so I wanted, I've never been in surgery before, so I really wanted to be completely clean. Booby surgery. My booby surgery. Like and then that. after that it, it, I just... It seem way less harsh. <laughs> my tit operation. No, that sounds so disgusting somehow. I don't know. <laughs> I know, it doesn't. Tit operation. It sounds like rubbery. Together. Yeah. My tit operation. Oh, all right. Well, um, what else is there to say about food? What else do you like? Um, do you eat as much when John's not there? I think I eat spastically when he's not there i'll like have prosciutto and a hard-boiled egg and then five pounds of grapes and then like a pint of ice cream man you eat just like a comic it's not even like (laughs) then some cheetos the wrong food it's the craziest foods right yeah it's like i'll have two apples and a pint and a half of ice cream even even when i order now when i go to restaurants i'll get like an appetizer a salad um like a dessert and you know and no main dish and a soup or something all like as my first or- order like i'll order dessert first all the time and then like cheese sticks people look <laughs> like, at you like are you crazy sticks. and you're like i'm an adult and i can do whatever the, <laughs> I can fuck, do whatever I the fuck i want who made this rule that Literally, sweet has to go at the end i would like to high five my 12 year old self right now yeah. you're like bitch we're gonna get it yeah <laughs> it's like it's i live the dream of every like teenage kid yeah, like, I sent out this, go this home. Like my favorite tweet ever as people like the most. I was like, I get high all day long and wake up at noon. I'm like, kids, they're lying to you. <laughs> it's magical. <laughs> you can do whatever you want. It really is. I feel bad though when I get on like Facebook or something and I read, you know, girls that were my best friends in elementary school and they're struggling, like working three jobs and have two kids by two baby daddies and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, we had the same life growing up. Like, <laughs> 
Where it's did you go life. wrong? They didn't find a comic, and they didn't get a comic's I, life. I did. I got lucky. I cannot believe you have that. Because even the other comic wives I know, I mean, they, I don't know. They do things still? Like, no, but they what, don't live. They don't, that's not they don't do things, because I don't want to make it seem like you're a complete waste. <laughs> it's just the comic's life. It's a semi-waste. Tracy was always had her own life, her own thing, and she's got kids now, so that's yeah. what she lives her life for. Uh, Genta, she just has her own stuff, but she still works out and tries to stay in shape. I told John this once, Reap this once. Right. I'm like, you know, you could have very easily gotten a girl who's given up a long time ago. <laughs> he goes, oh, I know. I'm, I feel glad about it. <laughs> like, he's into that. But Caparillo probably doesn't give a fuck. Uh-uh. He didn't, yeah. His only thing is that he doesn't like me in heels. He Why? doesn't like when I'm tall. He's He said oh. that when we first met and I stood up and he saw I was only 5'4", he was like, oh, okay. Like, uh, it was a relief. Yeah. Like, he's like, he really knew he liked me when he knew I was shorter. Yeah, he likes little people. Yep. So, but yeah, as wide as I want to get, I don't think he would ever. He doesn't care at he all. He went bad an eye to as long it. As he wouldn't fit even under the door. He doesn't care if you can fit through it. Just <laughs> <laughs> needs you to get underneath the top. <laughs> That's amazing. Well, very good. Yeah. Do you have anything to add to this crazy comics life? What's your favorite part about it? And what's your least favorite part about it? Um. I'm like, what are the things you like and what are the things you don't like? I hate favorite. That's a bad word because it implies like you have to make a decision right now. My favorite part is I, I was a broadcast journalism major, so I love TV, TV production, uh-huh. all that kind of stuff. So my favorite part is going with him to Chelsea lately oh. and when he filmed Seeing Work It. Stuff? Yeah, getting to be I – I mean I would sit with the writers, the directors yeah. and stuff and I would just sit in the chairs with them and, and watch, watch the behind. whole process. It's fun. Whenever I do commercials, like in between like shots, I know they're going like, to re- – I run over there and just watch what they're watching. It's just so interesting. Yeah. Or I'll go with Bear sometimes to uh, Jimmy Kimmel. Oh, fun. Yeah, you just stand there and watch the whole yeah. production of it. It's just fun. Well, that's fun. why I started working at CBS when I first got here is because I would work on Dancing with the Stars and, and Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune and all those kind of shows where, you know, it was just cool to be behind the scenes of all the shows that you'd watch so many times, you know, living in Midwest. Yeah. You know what I noticed more than anything? Sorry. The, uh, the uh, crowds are so much smaller than they seem like on TV. Yeah. Oh my God, they're minute. Like when I see like Letterman at Tonight Show, like this is what the two hundred people? people. Yeah, fifty like exactly. They just keep shooting like all corners and they keep moving it around to where it's it seems so like yeah. you're filming everything. It's that, like one eighth of what you would expect. Rodeo Drive was the same thing. Whenever they put Rodeo Drive in movies, oh, they it's make always it look like, shiny and glittery and yeah, sparkly. And they show just a montage of all these crazy different yeah. stores. They've showed every store. Yeah, <laughs> they've showed every store. It's a block long and it's not that cool. There's like three high end stores. Yeah, it's not that. Uh-uh. I mean, TV it, like it makes LA look so much more glamorous than what it actually is. Yeah, it's just a homeless guy right outside. Yeah, I have a homeless guy sleeping in front of my car uh-huh. every night. Or like the restaurants at TMZ catch comedians coming out. So John and I are coming outside of Katsuya on Ventura uh-huh. in Studio City. Oh yeah, it's yeah, like the original. One. It's like in the corner of a shopping area. Yeah, the big it's, lobster you can bottom out right and eat through the lobster tail. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I had that the, once. The, the dynamite or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that shit's amazing. It's my favorite. Um, of course, the biggest and thing. The big you tub thing of lard. With, How dare you? That has just dare cheese and right. Yeah, it's like we take all the lobster out, we mix it with cheese, we shove it back in, and we had a top of just straight lard, and it's, it's delicious. So good, yeah. Of all the healthy things, all the the seaweed salads you could eat. I'm yeah. getting the, the one with the five inches of cheese. Um, oh, so anyways, Katsuya is just it looks shitty from the outside, and it's in the shopping mall area but oh, when yeah. tmz catches john coming out of there it's like he's in front of a pet store but you don't even <laughs> you don't like register. it looks so shitty and like yeah, but it's, a strip it's like mall. yeah but when you see it on tv it doesn't look as shitty as it actually is it's amazing yeah yeah and it's just like i've seen it in real life and i see it on tv and it's so weird what the difference it's is. amazing how much different it looks 
looks so glamorous. And you're like, no, it's front of the improv. It's just fucking nothing. What are <laughs> yeah. you talking about? It's the nothing. The comedy store. It looks like it's just it. It just a guy like barfed roses. right there. Like <laughs> not even yesterday. It was like earlier tonight. It's not wiped up. You're yeah. standing in it during this interview. Yeah, I love watching the comedy store on on film. It's just it's a different place. Yeah. You don't know that you don't see that all the toilets are overflowing. All of them, every night, and, every night. Oh, there's never any toilet paper. It's just covering the floor. And they're like, "Don't throw the napkins into the toilet." We're like, how about get some toilet paper then, so we can throw that into the toilet? Right. People have to wipe their assholes. Oh, it's a mess. It's this the grossest place I've ever gone the restroom ever. But yet, when you see it, it's like when you get fat, are you, are you gonna are, are you gonna become debutante, or are you gonna um, be able to go to the bathroom in like shitty places like that? <laughs> You know, I don't think my standards change just because just I get you're fatter, fat. Yeah, right? I guess you're right. I don't know. I, I picture maybe I have a predisposition against fat people. I picture the fat people as dirty. not giving a fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Being dirty think, and sloppy. Yeah. But I think I, I'm obsessed with using hand sanitizer and Purell oh. and all that kind of. Well, Purell is hand sanitizer and what Clorox bleach wipes and all that kind of stuff all the time now. I don't think because you gain weight, you you stop cleaning and being. I don't know. You know what I mean? Do you not? I guess not. Yeah, I actually picture yeah, I think picture fat people picture smoking cigarettes and like just and you don't do sweaty that. and yeah and gross. It's just gross. Yeah. What are you gonna like do when people no look standards. at you one day and go like, ugh? <laughs> when you give that look like, when you're like two fifteen? When I beep at them and I'm, when I'm on my little <laughs> one of those Vespa things for like old yeah. people, yeah. Are you you're gonna look down on those kids? You're gonna be like, judge me if you want. Trust me, it's just so nice. <laughs> I'm you have, have the no idea. Bag under my arm. Yeah. <laughs> how can you? How can I keep you? them warm under here's. <laughs> I mean, how can you hate on someone like that, though? They're winning. They're winning. And not in the Charlie Sheen sense. They're just, they're winning at life. Yeah. Bill Burry's do a joke about it, about how these people on, like, Biggest Loser and stuff, they're crying. Look at my life. He goes, don't cry about it. You had an awesome time. Yeah. You know how much we all want to be like, you know what? Give me the potato skins, too. (laughs) We all wanted to do that, but we couldn't do it. You had a great time. You just do it. You're going for it. You're becoming fat. Did you ever see on, like, one of those shows that they they put out all the food that they eat in one day on, like, a dining room table? And how disgusting it is. Oh, and it just covers the table from end to end. In one day? Yeah. And it's like... I guess you have to build to get to a point like that, but... When you're just eating nonstop, and I I already feel like I do, so I'm ready to fully commit to it, because... I feel like I I just eat all day and all night anyways. <laughs> so give me a table full of food. Let's see how long it takes me to put the whole thing down. What do you eat most during the week? Uh, gnocchi. Gnocchi. That's what you eat mostly. Yeah. Just that, that's potato pasta. Yeah. We eat gnocchi and then like um, either scallops or lamb chops. Lamb you guys grill a lot? Um, I, I usually saute it. We bought a grill and I had full intentions of me cooking out on it. Yeah. And he was like, no. I'm the man. I cook on the grill, so, so I do everything in the kitchen. The grill. And, yeah, so we just don't even use the grill anymore because, it, like, he's, he's not going to use it. He's no not going to do allowed. it. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just collecting spiderwebs. He taught I'm me. Sure. I think he taught me about hibachis and the joy of hibachis. Oh yeah. Where it's like when we all had shitty little apartments and we're like, we can't grill. He goes, trust me, for twenty five dollars you can grill. <laughs> it's like right next to the floor, pretty much, but like you can do it. <laughs> yeah. He taught me about that and um, wet wipes for your asshole. Oh. He's well. We yeah. He used to just wipe with baby wipes constantly, but we yeah. got um, to- new toilets in our house. That well, this bidet. Seat, we oh, exactly. It's a heated seat, and then it has you a bidet, an house? enema, a massager. Wait, 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 wait. An enema. It has an enema on the toilet. Seat. What does that mean? It has an enema. Well, you enema on the toilet, I I suppose. But like 
That's the, so I thought that's the just, juice that you push inside your butt. Well, I it's, that's it's warm water. So it's a, it's like an H2O. Isn't that enema. a bidet? A bidet is more like when it goes back and forth and it cleans you off. An enema is when it shoots right up into your butt. I thought that's the bidet. It just shoots up a little bit. It's, it's a harder shoot. The enema oh, is a okay. much like, more forceful, Oh, okay. Hard it's a different water. spray. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Where the bidet is more like a nice little clean. So you got that? He uses that? Yeah. We have it on in two of the three bathrooms. Ah, it's magical. And it has an air dryer. <gasps> so you just sit there and then the seat's warm. And so the you don't have air- to use toilet paper anymore? No. You have to use some to scrub off. Um, some, I mean, it's still there for one guest if they feel like they still need to use toilet paper. But, but you literally time, don't have to use any toilet paper? No. I mean, he says he still does. But, like, I, to, I guess clean off the water, a little bit of the drips and stuff. So, like, if you would, like, before the air drying starts, and that's the last step, mm-hmm. if you would take toilet paper and wipe it up your a- asshole area, yeah, there'd be would, no brown on there? There'd be nothing on there. No discoloration? Not for me, at least. Wow. I can't speak for John's butthole, but for me, no. I haven't, I haven't seen. John should do a video of that. I'm just like, okay, I take a dump, look at it without cutting. <laughs> now I'm going to let the stuff do its magic. Here's a toilet. I'm going to wipe hard. You see what the tear marks are? And like, no brown. That'd be a great red, <laughs> redneck uh, Billy commercial for them. <laughs> They're great. I want, like, I want to buy them as gifts for my entire family. Cause I, How much is a toilet like that? Um, I think it's about five, five, six hundred, and then you have okay. to have like the the plumber, plumber come out for like a hundred bucks, though. Okay, but that's not crazy, crazy. No, it's it's really not, and they do like um. Bro, it'll change the way you shit. Bidayking. Bidayking dot com is where I bought ours. And there's like there's so many different types and versions. And I guarantee you, if you uh, sponsor Bidayking dot com on uh, Blue Collar Radio, you would they, have to spell it. No, because none of those <laughs> listeners would know. <laughs> B I D E T K I N G. The king they'd probably get. K I N G. No, you were close. The day yeah. king actually contacted John because he had tweeted photos or had talked about it or something yeah. on Twitter. So the day king tweeted him and they were like, this is our name and number. Like, uh, call us and we'll hook you up with your next set. But we had already gotten two and we don't really use that third bathroom. So I think we'll wait until we get like a bigger a place, place or something. Yeah, and then, and then, and then we'll be sponsored by the day king. Wow. Well, good for you. Yeah. That's a great sponsorship. See, I don't even wipe my own ass. <laughs> <laughs> I don't wipe my own ass Anything and make people pay me to not wipe it. Do. Oh, you don't even wipe your own ass. No. That's right. I gave up on brushing my teeth. I just go to the No, you did now. not. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, my God. Don't do that. But I could. I just, yeah. I don't you could. He teeth. wouldn't give a fuck. You'd still have the same life. No. Just he's, worse No. Teeth. Mouth is very, I could probably go for four days without showering and he won't say anything. But if I haven't brushed my teeth, he'll, he'll always comment on my mouth. I'll be like, ugh. Yeah. But that's one thing. I'm just like, I'd rather have my armpits clean than my mouth. Man, really, all the woman has to do is find a mate. Yeah. Most women. That's what they're well, really looking for. Well, you got to find a mate with a lot of drive. Like, oh, yeah. But find a mate to, to oh, you're right. Find a mate who's going to care for them and, 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 yeah. and take care of them. Care for yeah. Them. And have like something that they, they're looking like, you know, they just can't the, have a nine to five job. The only things you do, them. your nine to five job, let's just say you had a job, would be in order to get you living until you find a mate. Yeah. But you found, so there's nothing you have to do. One of my friends... um just have she, a kid when he's ready. Yeah. One of my friends, like, she yeah. um, wanted... All she wants is really to get married and have kids. Yeah. Like, what a she lot has of girls no want. life goals, but she became a chef, or she went to, like, cooking school in her free time waiting for her man so that she would be able to cook for yeah. her man. But she has no intentions of doing anything with her chef's degree other than cooking, cooking for her for man. Her, wow. Yeah. 
I almost wish I didn't go to school and spend all those hours and time and money and actually doing something and did something like go to massage therapy so I could give so you, my man massages. Yeah, or, that'd be great. Or go to cook. And, and, so, do that, you have any drive to do anything like that? Like learn how to massage for John or take like pole dancing classes for? Well, you can't well, do that. If you're see, either one of those, he doesn't. He, I mean, he doesn't like massages because he's he's very ticklish. And if I did pole dancing, he would be like, "Get down, or you're gonna hurt yourself." Yeah. Yeah, there's really nothing. Wow. All right. Yeah, you've done it. You've success. You succeeded. <laughs> I've won at this life. Yeah. Just coast <laughs> from here on in. Just have talks and talk about whatever TV shows you watch. Yeah. That's actually nice. That's all he's into, too. Yeah, we just watch TV. And, like, the only time we split up, I mean, we usually... TV sucks. Well, I'm going to we'll pretend watch... you didn't say that. <laughs> we'll watch TV together for a little bit. Then we split up and go to our separate TVs. Where yeah. I'll watch my shows, he'll watch his shows, then we'll eat, and then we'll reconvene back in bed Oh, for you have separate and, TV spots. Yeah. Because well, you can read when you're next to each other, but you can't watch TV when you're next we, to each other. Neither of us read anymore. Yeah. I used to. I used to work for a digital media software company that yeah. displayed ebooks, audiobooks, and all that kind of crap into libraries. So my job, I was in the marketing department, was to travel to libraries all over the U.S. and Canada. Yeah. That's what I was doing when I first met John. And so I would just, I mean, libraries always have that like $1 book sale. Oh, yeah. I would end up at a library in Utah read. and just like buy like six books. And, and that's all I did because wow. I was on the road all the time. I, well, before I became a, a traveling comic with him, I literally lived like a traveling comic where I was on the road nonstop just going from library to library. Did you try to eat healthy then? No, because it was, I only had 10 minutes for lunch. Oh, yeah. So I'd grab McDonald's and then I didn't want to eat dinner by myself. So I would just get fast food again. Yeah. And, yeah it's hard to eat healthy. Oh, on the Especially road? Especially on the road. Because even if you have like a grocery store you go to for like, be like, where's the grocery store when you're on the road? Right. Especially yeah, you have you to have, have someone car. drive you there. And... Yeah. Man, well, good life. Way to go. Thank you. Way to, you fucking cashed in. You should brag about it instead of being embarrassed. When Nikki Glazer, next time she says, um, you have such an easy life, like, don't you want it? <laughs> you want it so bad, but you can't have it. I, I like gave up on tweeting because I'm afraid that all of my tweets will become humble brags. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah. Yeah, I just don't want to be that person who all I keep talking about is my awesome life. I couldn't, like, I couldn't bring myself button. to pick this spilled chocolate off my stomach, <laughs> so I just called a dog over. He took care of it exactly. for me. Oh, I, I go over to friends' houses and I drop something and I'm like, wait, why isn't it getting picked up right now? <laughs> Where's the boy? Where's right. the boy? <laughs> Pick it up. <laughs> That's what I say. My first commercial I did, where they were like, any sort of shoot, they sort of pamper you. They yeah. call you the talent if you're the actor, right. which is such a pompous term to call you the talent. I'm like, doesn't everyone have a job? Everyone's yeah. talented. Everyone's what are you talking about? Something. But um, they'd be like, oh, let me get like your stuff. Let me pick that up. I was like, it's fine. It's fine. I'll take care of it. Like, right. it felt weird. Take but by day three, I was like, uh, these bags aren't gonna get to my room on their own. <laughs> uh, chop chop. It was just like you just get used to it. Yeah. Man. Well, um, thanks, Jamie. <sighs> Thank you. So you used to be on uh, Blue Collar Radio. Yeah. But you're not anymore. We're waiting to find a new home. But what was it? It's the Madcap Hour? The Madcap Hour, yeah. It was on Sirius XM 97, uh, the Blue Collar Network. But we're trying to find either a new station or whether we're going to go podcast. We're kind of just on hiatus right now to see. Until you figure it out. Yeah, figure out the next move. Man. Such a good life. Um, yeah, go to a podcast. Do one of them. Do do to figure out where which one you want to go to. We're doing yeah. it's, a, it's, a, it's and we need to the do new. It soon, yeah. yeah, it's fun. I love doing. This. Oh yeah, this there's that first, too. This is my first podcast without John. Really? Yeah, we did like Sal Kalani's together, and a lot of times when we're in the green room and they bring in their equipment to do a podcast, I'm already sitting there, so I just kind of Join type in. in every you know mm-hmm. once in a while. But this is the first one I've actually 
done myself. It's really just talking and figure out the funny things to say and yeah. stories and then just sharing them. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It makes you way more open and honest. Yeah. Because you realize, like, my stories are worth more to tell than to hide. Oh, yeah. So I, then I, I don't just understand like, yeah, I used to shit my pants. Better. Yeah, I used yeah. to p- piss myself. Yeah, I was jealous about this person. Yeah, whatever it was, I'm not anymore. Right. So who cares? Yeah, I, I kind of gave my family a warning when we started the Madcap oh. Hour because it's like, if I'm going to talk, I'm going to be honest. So if you're going to listen, then you're going to have to listen and not judge. And, you know, they yeah. would, I would even say something like fuck or I would talk about having an abortion. You can't think about your parents and, when you're doing that stuff. Right. You cannot. And it was so hard talking to my nana and papa. And they're like, so you had an abortion? Oh, they shouldn't bring it up. And I'm like, they should yeah. never bring any of that so stuff I was up. Like, if you listen, like, if do you want to know, you time. can know. But I'm not trying to share this with you. Right. In an ideal world, you would never hear any of this. Yeah. But you're listening to it because you're interested. So go ahead yeah. and listen, but don't bring it up. Exactly. You can't like I, I know my parents have eventually if they figured out the internet enough, they can find out what the things I'm doing and saying. But <laughs> yeah. I say horrible things. Right. I do drugs and mm-hmm. I have premarital sex. You <laughs> right. know? So it's like these aren't things that conservative parents are into, but it's like just don't bring it up to me. Yeah. This is what you do. Yeah. It's yeah. It's if you have a serious question get. that's not judging, then fine. Right. But yeah, I, I mean, I really had to give it to my mom as in like, I don't bring, yeah. don't bring it up. Don't judge me for it. If you're going to listen, do it, but at your own risk. Right. <laughs> exactly. Um, the cool thing about podcasts too, unless you're with some network is that you have to, you don't have any specific time Yeah, to do, nice. to fill or not fill. So you can do 35 minutes. You can do four hours Yeah. or anything in between or more or less. It doesn't really matter at all. Whether you're on the road or in uh-huh. your closet. Yeah. You can record like 10 minutes at a time and then put it all together later. That's nice. It's mm-hmm. really nice. Yeah, th- it was hard because we were live and we were getting calls all the time too. Oh yeah. So it was like you we'd be on a topic the and then like we'd get a call and it would break up the whole flow of the show. Lovitz does um, at Lovitz Club at the the yeah. Toad Hop. They do calls. Oh really? Yeah, but you can take them whenever you want. Oh, that's nice. You See, just we have had it there producers and in New going. York who would basically text me Say. and be like, "Yeah, Dave in Minnesota." They would get worried. We do punch drunk. We do the sports podcast, me uh-huh. and Chip. And they get in the beginning. They'd be like, "You have callers." They would like show the the sign front, just like a text right. message. Be like, "There's callers online." I'd be like. I give them the thumbs up. Like I'm aware. I see the light. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about something. <laughs> yeah. I'll get Don't to that when us. we're done. Yeah. I, so the, the calls are just to add in case we want to. But we're, yeah. But anyway, figure out some. We will. We will. I should cut all this part That's out because it's meaningless. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to though. That's a great thing too. No work is fine. Uh, well, thank you very much. So you don't do Twitter anymore? No, I tweet. Oh, you do. Yeah. What's your Twitter name? Jamie underscore Caparulo. Jamie J A M I E. Yes, underscore C A P A R U L L. You, how long have you had name? that? Well, I haven't legally gotten it changed yet because uh, we're going legally to for Twitter. Oh, for Twitter, like how long has last, it been your name? Last two weeks, whatever the whatever just the day that it? happened. Yeah, oh. with, I think it was like April nineteenth that we actually got married. So yeah, I changed Twitter oh, wow. and Facebook that day. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, but I, I still on Facebook say engaged. I haven't changed actually to married yet. But I don't really care about yeah, Facebook, really so matter. what the doesn't fuck really matters? Matter. Like, I can say that. Who cares? Also, I'm into girls, and I'm single on there. Nobody's on Facebook. You should do that. You should just tell everybody that. Just If you break up on Facebook, there's no way to figure it out. There's no way to do it where it won't become a problem. Yeah. You can't ever change back to single. It'll Even if it's two years later, the other person will know. <laughs> it's just their friends will tell. It's just, it's just never. See, John and my last boyfriend weren't on social networking. Oh. So it was easy, but I've been told like by friends, it's like you can't be in a relationship when you're both on Twitter or Facebook or whatever. Like it just it causes you know problems in your relationship, both yeah. being on there and seeing what's happening with the other persons, and 
it's just not good. But yeah, luckily. Yeah, it's talking too easily. Guys don't talkable. give a shit. Yeah. Ugh, it's the worst. Then you have to. It's right there. If you break up with somebody in the past, you're just like, I, I want to know what they're up to, where they're doing. But you couldn't. Yeah. You couldn't find out. Now you just can. Yeah. Ugh. Anyway. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you very <laughs> so much. I appreciate it. I've fallen asleep on your couch. You're welcome <laughs> to stay there while I pack. I don't care. I don't have to leave for like another hour. Um, I can going? get you high more. I'm going to Toronto. Oh, fun. Yeah. What are you doing? Doing a one night like corporate gig. Okay. I, I do very few corporate gigs. I'm not very right. clean. Um, and then I'm doing a show at a pot room. One of my favorite rooms in the world, actually. One of the top five rooms. Um, nice. Clandestiny. Just a small show. It's like a 30 seat room. But it's, everyone's just smokes the entire time while you're there. Oh, fun. It's such a cool. This will I'll already have been there by the time this airs. But um, nice. Yeah, I like it. You're welcome to stay for a while. Have you can have the rest of that that more mochi? Mochi, yeah. You can have yeah, your mocha I'll eat the mochi. Coffee one since All right. you just like the mango. I just yeah, I don't like the taste of coffee, but that mango one is delicious as fuck. Oh, I love coffee ice cream. My fifth birthday cake was a coffee ice cream cake. <laughs> like, if you want to have other ice cream in there too, really? Yeah, you're more than welcome to have, have some of that. Have you had that too. wheat ice cream that the guy brings to the? I coffee have some store? of that in there. I have some at home too. I have banana, I think. Banana, yeah, banana and strawberry. I have because I couldn't decide which one. I wanted to make like a milkshake out of it, and I just got no. That's why? way too much. Yeah, I guess it would be. I mean, if, I don't like, know how much. One spoonful is like you're pretty gone. much yeah. Like if oh, I have God. like two spoonfuls, I'm, that's plenty. I had a spoonful of that one night, maybe three a.m. Yeah, and I um, wake up and <laughs> I had a dentist appointment in the morning. I was getting my teeth whitened, and it was a place I'd never gone before. And I'm high as fuck, and there's like all these Mexican guys around my mouth whitening my teeth, and I like huh? my head was in this. Where'd you go? Fucking get your I teeth in Home like, Depot. Glint- <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't know where I went, but I found this place off the internet, and I went there, and like I, I was like strapped into this headgear, and there was like all these guys around me. I started just panicking because I was so high, and I thought in my high head that I was getting my teeth torn out of my mouth because they were going, yeah. Because they were going to sell them, and yeah. I was going to become a Jane Doe, like on the Mexican border. Okay, see, I'm that's like, this is what I never understood. High. When people say I get paranoid when I get high, I never know what it meant. I just thought it meant like, are you paranoid? People are going to know you're high, but it's this. It's yeah. wondering if terrible things are going to happen. Yeah, like I, I was going to be left Even dead on the not. Mexican border. Like, and all I'm doing is getting my teeth whitened. But it was like I. <laughs> like, like this should was, be a nice moment for me. It's yeah, nothing. Oh, it was awful. You start in your head, it doesn't stop. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. And even on this, I, I mean, this is the first time I've smoked in a very long time, and I feel like I'm, I'm like, wait, are words coming out of my mouth right now? <laughs> that was always a weird thing, too. Do I make any sense? I tell yeah. all my friends visiting, I'm like, listen, if you run into anybody you know, they're not going to know you're high. You're going <laughs> to feel like you have to tell them. They will not know. Your feeling is just inside. You don't look high. Right. Just say, hi, how are you? And they won't know. But It'll look exactly the same. Like no. You'll be like, hi, how are you? Did I make any sense? I'm so high. I'm sorry. <laughs> you made fine sense. Uh. Um, well, thanks, Jamie Caparulo. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Uh, I'm going to text John and say congratulations, too. Oh, yeah. He said, tell me, tell you, for me to tell you hi. Okay. That's nice. So hi. Yeah. Cap and I started together. I have to, I want to get him on this podcast at some point, but I have to figure out something to talk about. He'll find something to talk about anything. Yeah. Just some topic that I want to like flesh out. I don't know. All right. Relax. Ask him if he likes being married. As a newlywed. Oh, yeah, maybe. His point of view is going to be pretty much what I think I already said. It's just that... I would have to interview about being horrible with women. Yeah. Because he's one of the worst people I know with women. But the thing is, like, I can see that, but with me, he wasn't. He was... 
He's not what, the suave? type. No, no, no. You no. did all the work, I guarantee. Uh, yeah, I was the definitely the aggressor. I mean, I'm yeah. the one who gave him my business card and, you know, but he started texting me and stuff. But yeah, I was the one, you know, he, w- he was like, do you want me to drive you back to your hotel or do you want to come over to my house to meet Barney? And I was like, I want to come meet Barney. And that's when I spent the night for the very first time. You're but- like, hold on, let me answer you after I get my razor into my hand because I'm about <laughs> to shave everything. <laughs> um, that's when he spent. Did you shave everything for that night? Um, well, I waxed Probably. It's a long so time. Okay, already- it's already good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't even remember. <laughs> but you knew you were going to fuck. Oh, yeah. Well, my whole, I wasn't. <laughs> you were just I, hoping I didn't you get we were. <laughs> I really didn't think that we were dating. It was more of a, oh, this guy is on my favorite show, Chelsea Lately. I'm a fan of his. Yeah, he was basically like a. Oh yeah, what was your plan with that? My belt or whatever. What was your plan? <laughs> I just basically, yeah, I wanted to, I wanted to have sex with a. I, I wanted Chelsea to be Layla. a groupie. Yeah, yeah. I, I, my intentions were of being a groupie. Yeah, I did not see. I was living with you my boyfriend at the time. Mm-hmm. Like I did not. I just got out of a horrible relationship, but we were still living together. Ugh, and I did not see myself terrible. going back into a serious relationship, let alone a marriage that that quick. Yeah, but Boom, it, it right happened. It. it happened fast. I guess once you know, you know. Yeah, I guess so. You know? Is that something you said before? <laughs> I don't know. With the you know at the I'm end, I'm just too? speaking a bunch of drivel right now. <laughs> I don't know. All right. Well, I'll get you more high, but let's, um, I guess we'll wrap up. I'll figure out how to get John on at some point. Yeah, maybe about being horrible with women. He didn't get beaten by his parents or anything, did he? No. Oh. No, they're very nice. No, I mean, I'll talk to somebody about that. Oh. <laughs> I was like, that would be a good topic. Yeah. I don't know. I'll figure it out. Um, all right. Thanks, Jamie. Thank you. Uh, you're welcome. Do more podcasts. They're fun, right? Yeah, definitely. Alright. All right, everybody. That's the episode. Um, so let me just say this. Thank you, Jamie uh, Caparulo, for coming over and talking to me. By the way, I, I don't know if we talked about it or not on the episode, but she brought over these um, these ice cream-filled puff pastries, some sort of Japanese thing. They're fucking awesome. I had them in my fridge. you got to get over the texture because the texture is gross. Maybe even put them on a plate and eat them with a spoon or fork. But uh, they're fucking sick. They're really good. And I, so I had the other one like three months, four months later. She left one in my fridge, my freezer. And I was like, oh, yeah, this thing. And I ate it. And it was, it was awesome. I'll also say this. Uh, it's been six months since we recorded this uh, conversation. And uh, she's really not much bigger at all, if anything. I saw pictures of their wedding. Um, she still looks great. I don't, I don't. I mean, maybe she still has a young metabolism. but Or maybe she changed her mind. She said, oh, I don't want to get chubby. But she still looks great. So if you see her and you're expecting a big fat tub of lard, you're not going to, it's not what you're going to find. You're going to find a cute girl. <laughs> um, maybe she's just, maybe Cap's just eating everything. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but anyway, so yeah, thank you very much, Jamie Caparillo, for coming over and talking to me. Uh, December 28th, don't forget, in Brooklyn, New York, where Brooklyn at? I'm taping my special. I believe I'm going to call it either passive aggressive. Um, strange feelings I didn't understand, or that was two passive aggressive strange feelings I didn't understand. My battle, or or there was one other title I was tossing around.
And and uh, I've never been wrong was the last one. And then Kevin Heffernan said that uh, <laughs> suggested um, float like a butterfly, sting like our re. <laughs> anyway, so December twenty eighth, Brooklyn, New York. Get tickets now. Uh, go to arishafir.com and just uh, look on the right hand side. There's all my dates. You can just click on it and get a ticket for seven or nine o'clock show. Um, yeah. So have fun. If you get tickets for the seven o'clock show, then I think we're gonna have some people like wait around if you want and just watch the nine o'clock show from the bar, like through the window and stuff. Everyone will kind of hang out and stuff, and then we'll all get high afterwards. Make it a good fun night. You know what I mean? You can get drunk in there anyway. So um, Brooklyn's cool, by the way. I need to find a place. I need to get a fucking ticket. All right. So anyway, I'll also be on. Um, in San Francisco, I forgot to mention that one. San Francisco for New Year's Eve. Um, uh, by the way, I should say this. I forget sometimes. I'm part of a podcast co-op now called All Things Comedy. It's a bunch of guys, me, Bill Burr, Madrigal, and a bunch of new guys joined recently. It's just a, it's just a co-op of different podcasts slash comedians. Um, uh, the Bone Zone is in there with Brendan Walsh and Randy Litke. And uh, and uh, Davy Johnson and uh, and uh, Sam Tripoli's Naughty Show has just joined, and also there's other ones too. Uh, 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 what's her name? The Armenian, Dork Forest, Jackie Cation. Uh, by the way, I went to a Muslim uh, wedding. Aaron Cater got married. It was really fun. They had awesome, interesting foods, but they had sword dancers. It was an authentic Muslim wedding, and they had people dancing with swords. It was like that was like one of the things sword dancing. Um, why why would that be a thing, Muslims? Why would why would you celebrate the love of two people by carrying and waving in the air implements of destruction and battle? That that's not that's not that doesn't go. Anyway, do what you want, you crazy Muslims, you motherfuckers. We love you. Um. Yeah, proflowers.com, don't forget that. And Amazon, go to my website. Please help me out and help out the show. Thank you, Jamie, for coming over. Uh, was there anything else? My CD, my album, get t-shirts on my website. I don't know, that's it. Um, is there anything else I'm forgetting? By the way, if I am forgetting things in general, oh, I know what I'm going to do. I know what I'm doing. I am going, I, I need to start de- my, you know what? I'm not going to do this now. I'll do it next week. I'll do it next week. I got a fun idea, but I'll do it next week. Uh, all right, everybody. Thank you very much for tuning in. Please, if you have any comments, please write me at contact at ariashafir.com or arithegreat.com. They all work. They all come through to my email address. Uh, or hit me on Twitter. I'm on Twitter all the time. I'm an addict. So that's the fastest way to reach me. Um, pretty much all I do is check my at replies. And um, and there's a few. I just surf from person to person that I know, seeing what they're up to for the last like two months. Okay, you guys, that's it. Um, till next week. I'll see you later. I gotta go from next week. I think I two guys from from Broken Lizard, Kevin Heffernan and uh, Steve Lemmy. I think I think maybe that'll be next week. We'll see. I'll see what I'll put next week. It should be good regardless. Oh, very nice. Uh, all right, guys. Goodbye. Ari Shapir's episode of Get the Tank, episode 91. Um, what did I call it? Good Fatitude. I like that. 
with Jamie Caparulo. Um, and then follow Jamie Caparulo online at Jamie underscore Caparulo on Twitter. At Jamie underscore C-A-P-A-R-U-L-O. All right, bye.